I'm fully awake this episode. So, my name's Kenny, I'm with Jake, and... Hey. Yeah, that's just insurance that he's here. Well, sure, sorry. Okay. So, this episode... So, I was thinking... Either way, um, this episode's going to be on Saturday morning. Both episodes are going to be on Saturday morning. But my plan was to either do these episodes on Saturday morning. Well, not these episodes that we're doing right now. Like, the actual, I don't know, like, the list and everything, those type of episodes. The reviews are going to be made on Friday and uploaded probably at, as soon as, I guess, uh... I'll say basically Saturday morning, but I plan to upload the reviews and stuff. Not the reviews, the list and the tournaments and all that type of stuff right after. So I'm planning to... We're going to make that kind of live. We're going to make it and then post it immediately. Either that or we will make these on like Tuesday or Thursday, whenever we have time. Yeah, I was planning to make the um, the second um, basically EWO after hours. I was planning to make that on Thursday, but we didn't get the time, so it is what it is. But and now I uh, I don't have uh, young adults on Thursdays anymore because we got uh, we. Uh, dismissed for the for the summer for summer so uh, thursdays are available for me now so this is awesome it is now he can watch impact right yes i can watch impact live which is amazing yeah so i watched a lot of wrestling this week i'll say and i picked up a lot of different things but i will bring all um basically tell all those things on EWO After Hours, but for this episode, um, we're just going to be reviewing, and yeah, yeah. so so Raw I watched, um, NXT I watched fully, both of those. Um, I didn't watch two hours of it because I left my house to go to another a bible study group um so i didn't watch all of that but i saw the highlights uh and of the first hour of that and then uh impact i watched while i was uh while i was waiting for smackdown to finish up um so we could do this so i watched all of impact um and then didn't watch any of smackdown but I saw a lot of the main points and highlights of that. So it's funny because last week seems like it would be the biggest week of wrestling. We had um we had Blood and Guts last week. We had SmackDown, whatever. But like old school SmackDown or something. But this week there is way more to talk about than last week, which is crazy. Yeah, and also uh, under siege, uh, the uh, impact pay per view it is on Impact Plus, which I have, so I will be watching that, and I'm very excited for that. 
Jeez. I wish we could have a watch party or something. Yeah. Um, that'd be really cool to do a live watch party. Wish we could. I don't have Impact Plus, but I might get it soon. It's uh, monthly. The subscription is only eight bucks, I believe. Uh, so uh, it's not that expensive, but the cost told that plus Peacock plus other subscriptions add up. So it is, it's not too costly, but with everything else uh, that you might have, it might be very costly because things add up. But I, I think it's a pretty good deal. Is it um one month free or do you think? Uh, I don't believe so. Ah, I was gonna plan to do that, but I guess I can. Mm. Um, I'll probably somehow see it anyways. But yeah, yeah, we have that on Saturday, and mm-hmm. on Sunday we have WrestleMania. Backlash. So, a lot of wrestling this week. I have a bone to pick with SmackDown, but I'll save that for when we review it. All right. Okay, I don't have anything where I can just go through or whatever. But Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> so, I will probably... This episode might be a little bit different. I think this episode, we should basically just talk about everything in wrestling right now. Yeah. Um, uh, if we so, forget things, it's probably not important. So, um, I you probably get the same like go through from the the same person I do on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. He took vacation this week. So. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I, I have another person, but um, you know, it's not the same. Um, but, uh, like great for him like he's taking vacation but it kind of messes up me our review <laughs> a little bit so little little uh little bump uh little what's it called um fuck little hurdle uh but uh the show, the show must go on anyway and we'll figure yeah. it out we should start off the show by talking about this really isn't a news podcast, but we will be talking more about news tomorrow. But if anybody knows who New Jack is, he was this iconic ECW legend, which most people don't actually know the guy that know his stunts, which still, he's incredible. If you don't know him, check out Dark Side of the Ring. It's on Hulu, Vice TV. He has his own episode. Um, Crazy life he had. Probably one of the craziest... Men like the dude would stab people in the ring. He would, which isn't I don't make recommend or anything, but like he he was I don't know how to describe it, but mass transit search that up. Probably one of the top five, not top five, probably one of the top fifty hugest wrestling moments, in not a good way, by the way. So rest in peace to him, precious family and friends. He. We'll be missed by a lot of wrestlers too. Yeah, um, I was telling, I was saying to Kenny, I didn't know him, or I never saw any of his things. And Kenny showed me some of his stuff, like his most like insane flips and um, 
crashes and stuff like that. His most insane moment. Wow. This okay. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to start this podcast by saying that. And now let's get into the review. What and or before we uh before we get into it real quick, I've been watching some uh uh some different wrestling content. I've been watching some CZW and oh my goodness, why? <laughs> you watch CZW? Some some of it, yes. You're I watch highlights. Why? I don't know, but like that I uh I don't know. Like it it seemed like I was just like because I, I didn't know much about it. I knew like Mox or John Moxley or Dean Ambrose, whoever you want. I know he did some of that. I know he was a part of it. And I didn't know much about it, so I checked it out. And they do so much stuff that's insane. And I don't think they that they get paid enough for the stuff that they, they do. I could never work in CCW. You basically slowly killing yourself and you're getting paid not a good amount and um yeah czw crazy and i i I watched a video of them in 2016 a few of their videos completions and stuff watching people get drills in their head knives stabbed into them all that type of stuff Uh, the thing that i noticed from czw three of the things that they love to do one glass two light fixtures or light beams and three uh barbed wire <laughs> yeah it's not i'm not surprised uh surprised new jack was there but yeah and it, and i was just like i was cringing the entire time I, like really hard because i was just like <laughs> I'm not squeamish by any means. Like I'm like I'm okay. Like I'm fine with blood, but it's just like I'm also very empathetic of pain. Like I I don't like going like no one likes going through pain, but um, pain just like I can feel it when it happens. So like getting like going through a barbed wire table or like getting a light fixture cracked over your back. Oh my, oh, it's, uh, it's just, I could feel it happening to, like, I felt bad for the person, basically, because I'm very, I'm very empathetic. Yes, <laughs> I, I don't know why they do it, honestly. I, 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 I don't, I don't know if this is true, but I hear, like, what, like, they get their reward or their pay, they pay them very little and they do it for like a handshake and a hot dog or something. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's I don't know if that's true, but if they if that's like that's one of their main rewards, plus we getting paid little. Um I will not be going to CZW. I cannot endure that much pain. <laughs> handshake and a hot dog, yeah. <laughs> It's just not worth it. Anyway, let's get on to the review. Those words should not go in a sentence together. But anyways, let's continue with this. Raw, we should continue with. Probably. Yes. That'd be a good idea. 
Yeah, let's let's get into Raw. I don't think any show was like downright terrible this week. No, they're all like um obviously like some shows shined a little bit more than others, like higher on the ranking, but I don't think anyone went uh like they were all five and up, which is good. None of them wanted me to turn off my TV. Also very good. <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. I mean, but you know you know what I mean. It, I didn't yeah. um, stop watching, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So? So, Raw. Um... So, Raw. Okay. I want to... I'm not going to go through all the Raw stuff, but let's talk about what we've seen on Raw. And, okay. I'm not going to put this in order. This is just a random Raw stuff. But the main event, basically, if I remember right, it is Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, part three. And, is it part three? Yes, part three, I believe. Okay, and... Basically, the ending was Braun Strowman being up Drew, and then Braun Strowman running. He did the running power slam, I believe. To did he hit lastly through the announce table? I don't know. I think with the running power slam, and he hit it to Drew twice. And it, it at one point it was like it is uh, Braun turning hill. And he didn't, of course. So yeah. Um, no offense, but I really didn't care about this. Okay, I kind of cared. It's not. It's not really a way to end Raw. But I don't really like Braun's character right now. He needs to leave and then like re, re. Um, he already did this too. So I felt bad for saying that, but his character is not the most interesting right now. Yeah, the whole like. Um... When he transitioned into like the more like Strowman Express with the T-shirt and gloves kind of look, that was when I uh, I noticed that was when he kind of shifted, um, and he changed his gimmick up a little bit. It's it's okay, like it's yeah I I agree with you. It like he needs something something newer, and because his has grown a little bit stale. Basically, you, it's clear to like it's very clear that his character appeals way more to children, and I don't know. He's just he feels like generic big guy number three or something. But I love Braun as a wrestler, um, very much potential. I don't know. I hope he gets something. I don't know. But we did also see it felt so wrong just putting this randomly, not in order. But I'm gonna do that because I'll be honest, I had so much going on this week, it was hard to focus on one show. Well, not one show, but like it was hard to focus on pro wrestling. But now I don't know which order is which, and I do not feel like looking it up on a site. So that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I I can kind of steer you. I can help steer you because that's that's what I'm doing. Okay. Well, we already have the main event off, so you might as well start from the beginning of the show. Okay. 
So the beginning of the show uh, was um, um, I believe it was Oscar um, And it was a women's tag match. It was a women's yeah. tag match, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like um it was like Oscar, Charlotte, um let me just check and make sure I have the correct date. Okay, yes. Um that's very important to have the right date. Um uh, uh six six woman tag team. Um Oscar and Charlotte teamed with uh Dana uh, Oscar joined forces with Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, Charlotte with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, it, it was a pretty good six man or six woman. Um, not too much. I, I not too much. I can say more. It was Oscar, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke defeating Charlotte Flair, Shayna Baszler, and Nia Jax. Right? Yes. Okay, this is the crap I hate. But you know what? I, I I skipped the first half anyways. Okay, I didn't skip the first half. Okay, yeah, I did skip the first half. I'm sorry. I cannot watch the first match being this. Um, and then so decent match. Um, yeah. I mean, then, I didn't watch, but like, what's your opinion on the match? So, um, I I thought it was. I thought it was decent. I like it was the classic. Uh, it was very classic of WWE booking to put uh, Austin and Charlotte, who are feuding with Mandy Rose, like the typical uh, a tag team is feuding, and the two superstars are feud in a rivalry are feuding, so they put them together for a six man. Um, it's been a while since we we we've, we've seen. Or actually, no, it hasn't. Because because then Bianca mm-hmm. and wasn't on that. Didn't happen on SmackDown. Anyway, I can, I can I can help you um with this because I got I got the results right now. So, but also Alexa Bliss interrupted the match with Lily, and yeah, basically her and Charlotte are going to feud. <laughs> yeah, Alexa wants the Alexa wants Charlotte. Um, maybe for the title, maybe not. I don't know, uh, but this makes me speculate that Charlotte might win the triple threat, and I don't know how I feel about that. Please, no. Like, it's too obvious. Like, everyone's talking about how Rhea Ripley isn't... Of course, they shouldn't... The thing, she needed time to adjust to the main roster, but... Um, they can't. They already did it. They already gave her the title. They can't give up with it now. So she needs a decent reign, I think. Yeah, she's I, in acting classes or something right now, I believe. Hmm. Um. And we got next. We got Jinder Mahal returning, which he didn't really return. He returned to Raw. Yeah, but so it, yeah. yeah, he was in. Didn't he leave when he was part of the twenty four seven championship run and stuff? He left then, which is kind of strange because he came back better. But he left then, 
he got injured. He came, he came back. That was like, was that in 2000? It felt like it was in 2019 when that happened. Back when the 24-7 championship was hot and stuff. Now, wait, I just think the 24-7 championship in all, I think they just gave up on it. I think it's not even a title anymore. I think Truth holds it, but it's not even a focus point at this point. It's just a tile that, that Truth holds now. I think we're slowly trying to forget about it because Truth isn't even up there anymore. I think he's going to come back without the title and we're just supposed to forget about it. That's my prediction. It might be wrong. And if it is, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm actually kind of happy because that thing it has gone stale. It's... I mean, I understand why it got still, but I mean, they could have done something. Like, like I said, if they had, if they kept Raw Underground on WWE Network, maybe just WWE Network, it could be like the main title up there, like a hardcore title or something. But oh, we're like where it's like like bare knuckle, and you always have to defend it. Yeah, that that could that would work. It would, and. Yeah, so <laughs> let me continue. Wait, I'll continue by saying, okay, so after the 24-7 title thing, he got injured. He came back during Corona last year. At the beginning of the pandemic, on one episode of Raw, he was supposed to, I, th- I don't know what he was like, but he wasn't as aggressive. He was like kind of like back to his calm thing, his calm gimmick or whatever. Then he got injured during that match, I believe. Yeah, I I enjoy uh, uh, Veer and Shanky being at his side. He he um beat characters hour. Then he got injured. Then he came back at the India. I don't know what it was called. A f- two months ago, I believe, and he wanted to come back again at his best health. He was at WrestleMania. He didn't do anything. And la- two weeks ago, he was on main event. And that's when he fought. Last week, he was on main event. That's when he fought with the two big guys and beat Jeff Hardy. And yeah, I know I don't know the names completely, but I know that I saw them wrestle a few times. Like seven feet tall? I don't know. Yeah, he one of them is seven foot tall. Uh, their names are uh, Veer and Shanky. Okay, Veer and Shanky. They well, clearly Vince see something in them because they're like seven feet tall. And yeah, but then we got basically Jeff Hardy basically got a copy based of main event. We had a short promo of Jinder Mahal, and I was glad because I don't I don't really like the aggressive Jinder Mahal type of guy because it kind of feels I don't know a generic angry jobber, but. As his calm thing, it's kind of different. So I like that. And now he has these two big guys. And it looks like, yes, he beat Jeff Hardy, by the way. <laughs> he beat Jeff Hardy in like a four-minute match. Probably less. And people are saying he, he got Jeff Hardy got buried. And I what I have to say is that is he has been buried for the last year. And this is the thing I was scared that they would do with Jeff Hardy. It's Every single time they give him a little push, then they slowly he gets lost in a shuffle and just keeps losing. It's it's and people are saying he's gonna leave um 
WWE, but that's obviously not going to happen probably because they said he basically has a contract that lasts two more years, I believe. Yes. But yeah. So <laughs> Jinder Mahal defeated. I believe he beat him clean too. He did. Also, uh, I know that they have, they have been, people have been saying this for so long now. Um, and it's kind of like, it's, I've kind of lost hope on it a little bit, but I'm still like holding on to like some, like, like holding on to a little bit of final hope that they, people have been saying that Jeff Hardy is getting no more words back. And I know that's been rumored a lot. I don't know if they do plan on bringing it back at some point in the next two years. If they do, uh, hopefully he can get that theme back. Um, and, or doesn't he have the rights to it already? He um, already confirmed that he was going to bring it back when fans come back. But he wasn't at WrestleMania, so that could never happen. Yeah, yeah, so so what I believe is that fans will return the next two years. They're already planning it for um, June of – June 16th and 19th. Uh, Yeah, uh, Raw and SmackDown, the 16th and the 19th of June. I thought it was July. My bad. Um, I, uh, I, I think that it's. I believe it's going to be a trial run to test out if they can do weekly shows live again. Um, which any like any trial run at this point is better than nothing. So, or wait, anything. Wait. Um, sorry, that was AEW that's had it on sixteenth, I believe. Hmm. Um. But, I know they're coming back in July or something, yeah. Yeah, or June, July, or something like that. And then uh, SummerSlam is set to uh, have fans also. So uh, that would be really cool if Jeff is on SummerSlam. I doubt it. But if he is, that he returns with uh, normal words at SummerSlam. And then... Maybe a reboot to his career, and then or like a new gimmick or what or a new new attitude. That that's what I'm thinking of. New attitude. Okay, so I have looked it up online, and okay, so July sixteenth is when they're coming back, apparently. July 16th and, yeah, 16th and 19th of Raw and SmackDown. And, yeah. I don't know when AEW has it, though. That's what I'm trying to find out. I know it's very, very, very soon. But, I don't know the exact date. So... Are the people in AW right now who are like behind the barricade? Are they just like are they like family members and friends of the talent or something? Nah, I know they have act. No, they have actual fans, but that's in NXT. Everyone there in NXT in the crowd oh, are family okay. and friends. But um, 
as far as AEW, there's some real people. Clearly not a lot. Yeah. It's just mostly like around the around the barricade and ring and then some in the stands. Most of the ones in the stands are the real people and the rest are AEW wrestlers, I believe. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah. So um back to that good luck for Jinder Mahal. Apparently he's going for the WWE championship. He told Bobby Lashley that his days were numbered on Raw Talk, so we'll see. But I'm down for this Drew versus Jinder feud. And then uh next up I believe we had uh um, of eight man, right? Yeah. New Day and RK Bro versus beating AJ Styles almost Elias and Jackson Riker. I promise y'all. If Elias is in a match, no matter what team he's on, he's going to lose. One of my favorite moments is the end of that match. Or not the end, but after the match when uh, after <laughs> after uh, uh, they the, like when they were celebrating Orton RKO's um, Woods and Kofi and, Ro- and Riddle's like Randy, if how are we gonna have friends if you keep like pushing people away? The funny part about that is he sounded so serious. <laughs> I love that part. How are we gonna have friends if you keep doing this to people? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, I, it was strange seeing Randy Orton and Kofi on the same team. To be honest. They kind of they didn't have a feud, but Elimination Chamber a few months ago. <laughs> I was just about to mention that. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like Randy Orton's feud with Kofi Kingston is a never-ending story, which I love so much. It is yeah. a feud that will never end. Yeah, it's like, um, I think the earliest like encounter between Orton and Kofi wasn't it that like when. Um, Kofi messed up a move, and and Orton like called him out, and he's like stupid. Mm-hmm. That was um, I believe that yeah, that was a tag team match. Well, was it tag? Yeah, I think so. And that was back when Randy had that feud for the WWE Championship with Kofi, and that part ruined his whole run. And yeah, but I guess it's kind of like Daniel Bryan's and Miz's feud, which. Is yet to have a good ending, by the way. And I'm waiting for it. But, yeah. Well, so, it, Brian's a free agent right now, so I don't know if we're ever going to get the end of that feud. See, the thing that Brian wants to do is, is work a, a different company. He wants to work AW, WWE, um, AAA, Triple A, sorry. He wants, to, he wants to work everywhere, around the world, in New Japan, which... I understand his times. His he doesn't want to spend all his time in WWE. He wants to um experience different places before his career is over. And I understand and respect that. And I really do hope so because I promise you, if he does it, a lot of the bigger stars are gonna want to do it. And then the um the forbidden door will be opened. And I, I just want that so badly. It's just. 
I really want to see, I don't know, just all the dream matches that could happen. Yeah, I um, I love that. Um, I really love that. Uh, uh, actually, never mind. I'll save this for later because we need to keep rolling. But um, okay. Sheamus defeating Humberto via referee stoppage. I don't know why this match happened on this show, but hopefully, this was a weird ending. Like, probably one of the weirdest endings I've ever seen. It was so bizarre. And I feel like this match was posted into disqualification because, um, you know, the I forgot the guy's name. I forgot the guy's name, but um, he was supposed to break up the match. The guy that went against Sheamus last week. Mansoor? Yeah, Mansoor. Mansoor was supposed to break this match up, I I think. I don't know for sure because it's weird we didn't see Mansoor in this episode. But there was this point where he hit this um, sunset flip um, basically outside the ring to Sheamus onto the floor. But instead, Sheamus, which is like a 220-pound man, landed on his leg. And at first, it kind of looked – they couldn't have staged it. Brutal. Like, very brutal. And at first, how Humberto sold it, it felt a little fake. Not a little fake, but it felt a little scripted because it made him look like – I don't know, because he didn't give the X signal or anything like that. So I thought, okay, the match is going to continue, but it stopped. And I really hope this isn't the end of Humberto's push because I feel like he's injured. He's going to be out for a few months and maybe they're going to just put him back on main event and stuff because he couldn't handle this. I hope they don't see him as injury prone. Well, like, so the, like you said, the ref didn't give the X. And so I know it. I, I I saw the same thing too. It looked really weird, um, but it's like the like when you stopped it. It wasn't like it didn't look like it was stopped because he was actually injured. It looked like it was stopped, like it was scripted to be stopped. I hope that's why because I don't know. It's, I don't know how they could script that on his leg. Like I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't know or I I think I think it's a work um but I hope I, it is I hope me too cuz I feel the same way as you I've been waiting for so long for uh Curlo to get a push and now that he actually does I don't want it to end uh so I just I just hope uh next week um Something like he get like there's an explanation, or he comes back and says, or or says something, or challenges Sheamus, or they address it somehow that it it like it wasn't uh, he wasn't actually in like he comes back, so it's showing that it was like a work and he wasn't actually injured. I hope so too, and. Next, we got Shelton versus Cedric, which they should have saved for the freaking pay-per-view, but they didn't. And it was weird, actually. Very, very weird. 
because Cedric lost. And I thought they were trying to build Shelton. No, I thought they were trying to build Cedric, but they let Shelton win, which is fine, I guess. Hopefully they get back together or something. Honestly, well, I would want to see a best of seven series between them two. I think that because Cedric said that, like, because Cedric said that Shelton was the one who's the problem. He was weighing the people down, not him. So now that Shelton has a win over Cedric, well, it's like, like, I I feel like Shelton needed that win because it proved that he isn't the he isn't the weak one, and he is actually strong. So now, hopefully, uh, Cedric comes back and and is angry that Shelton like outdid him, and that brings a match to uh, WrestleMania Backlash. I mean, it's too late at this point, isn't it? I don't know. Unless they have an on-the-fly match, which I hope. Yeah, we'll see. But, but if not, then then maybe on Raw again, and it and it builds momentum to uh, another pay-per-view match or a different pay-per-view match. If um, if that match was somehow on the card. For the rest of their careers, they could say they were on um, WrestleMania in a singles match. But next match, Rhea Ripley defeating Asuka. I don't know how long this match was or whatever, but a lot of people said they completely jobbed out Asuka. And even Dave Bautista commented on one of the po- this posts <laughs> and said, <laughs> I love this because Dave is not afraid to say what he thinks. And he he said, basically, why are y'all job? Basically, he was basically talking about why are y'all jobbing out Oscar now? And <laughs> hopefully, creative listened to this. I don't know because creative didn't even listen to the Rock commenting on a Dolph Ziggler post saying he hopes Dolph Ziggler wins. So I don't know. Well, I mean. I can see both sides of this. Um, one, Oscar did fight already in a six women's match to start the show, uh, and they won that. And two, it builds Rhea as a champion. So, yeah, Oscar lost, but it's like. You got to look at really everything that happened this night also. Like all the stuff, not just this single match. I don't think David... I, don't, I don't really don't think Dave Batista watches Raw. And I, don't, I respect that. Because I'm watching this for this job. But... <laughs> but, um... Like... Yeah, he has a good point. Because, like, she was built as the strongest woman this year. I hope I really do hope Oscar leaves WB for a few weeks, a few months, and then comes back with the streak again. I really do. I said this last week, I believe, but Damian Priest defeated John Morrison by pinfall, and John Morrison almost had him again, right? And Miz distracted him. Now, Damian Priest basically. Gets to choose the match of the stipulation of the match. 
that he will have at Miz against Miz at WrestleMania Backlash. And he chose a lumberjack match, everyone's favorite match. And it's been it's been a while. Well, no, it hasn't been a while since that match has been since that match because about one month. <laughs> yeah, I like I keep thinking that like oh it's been a while since we saw like a this this kind of match or this kind of match, but then it's like oh wait no it hasn't because it was just done like two months ago or a month ago. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I understand completely. I also, mean, what match could have it been? I hate when they get picked the stipulation matches because it's always the same thing. Oh, he won't be able to um, escape this time. And then um, they're like, I pick a steel cage. I don't get it because, of course, he didn't pick a steel cage this time. But this is most of the wrestlers. You can escape the steel cage. What do you mean? Like, uh, oh, yeah. oh, also, I just realized this is Miz's second lumberjack match in like in like uh, what two months? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know who's gonna win this. I Why? feel like I hopefully it just ends with um John Morrison and Miz breaking up. That's. That's what I feel like, because when the because when Damon because in the backstage interview, Damon uh, Damon Priest is like, "Let's raise the stakes a little. If I win, I get to choose the stipulation. If Morrison wins, Morrison gets like Miz gets to choose the stipulation. Miz is like, no, you really think that I'm gonna like like fate get, like not." Like the fate of my match not be in my hands, and then Morrison's like, "We'll do it," <laughs> and it's and it's like, and as I look, I saw Miz's face, and it's like, he even said like, "Really, John? Why?" So that right there, I think there's sl- like, this may just me like really hoping for this feud, but. That looked like Miz is losing trust in Morrison a little bit. Kind of late on that. I mean, Morrison hasn't won a match in like two years, probably. Yes, there's an exaggeration, but basically. So, I believe he only won like he let he won lot less than ten matches in 2020. Single matches. So, not yeah. a good. Not a good return run for him. It was at first, then pandemic era pretty much ruined them. Pandemic era, pandemic era ruined a lot of things for a lot of people. Think about it: we didn't have Roman Reigns, we didn't have Nia Jax, we didn't have Charlotte Flair, and it was still bad. That's how <laughs> bad it was. Yeah, there, there was there was good. It brought the creativity out of WWE, which is good, but. They did, but they made a lot of uh, weird and wrong booking decisions. Yeah. They did, and... Okay, so next is... Hmm. Is this the main event next? Yeah, didn't we already do the main event? 
yeah. So basically, power slam, power slam, basically a bunch of power slams by Braun Strowman. Also, uh, I believe Lashley got sent through the barricade, not the um, announce table. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense now. Um. Also, quick before we rate and then move on, I love how last week you said you you literally said last week Oscar needs a vacation, and the next book her twice. <laughs> I just noticed that, and wow! <laughs> Perfect for a break. No, it's, it's like I listen to a podcast. <laughs> it's like. It's like Oscar really needs a break. Nah, let's book her twice on the same night. How about that? So, also, um, also, um, during this, I don't believe, um, Drew Gulak and, by the way, Drew Gulak has a fire new theme song. Check it out, WB Music, but on YouTube and. Basically, him and Garza had another promo backstage. I promise they're the only thing keeping me watching Raw. But basically, Shukulak <laughs> said, You're ba- you basically embarrassed me last week and talking about a rematch or something. I don't know if they fought last night or not. I don't think so. But mm, I don't believe so, which is interesting that um, in that – in that little like uh, promo between the two, um, they like Garza uh, at the end said, um, "I'm gonna shove this rose down your throat." Um, and then after that, I was expecting for them to have a match, and they didn't. So I was like, <laughs> "Okay, uh, that led to nothing this week." So hopefully. Next week they pick up back up on that. Please put that in the main event. I really want to see Garza with this new gimmick where he does he says some weird stuff and he does exactly that. I love that. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be something else, but maybe it's just maybe his new gimmick is shoving Rose's places and making sure they stay there. I don't know how he's gonna continue that though. What's he going to do next? Shove it in your ear? I don't know. But, Karen Cross versus Austin Theory. Who do you think won? Anyways, next is also, um, I think Austin Theory is kind of dead right now. Yeah, referee stoppage. MSK versus Brazongo. And, um, in this match, he was just jumping. Okay, the referee. I love how nobody remembers what happened in this match. All they remember is the referee jumping. <laughs> and he, he jumped, I believe, Tyler Breeze just for one of them to hit the drop kick. It was so bizarre. But I liked it. And it made me feel like it made when I first saw that, like I, I watched halfway. I probably watched it um thir- 45 minutes in. Basically I watched it, but I wasn't really paying attention until then. But Basically, when I saw online the clip of this happening, I'm like, hold up. Are Brazongo Hills now or something? But, no. By the way, MSK defeated Brazongo. That's nice. Um, before we can 
before we go any further, uh, we should write Raw. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can, like, you just moved on, and I was like, uh, we, Raw should, we need to give the ring. Yeah, okay, so Raw, um, I don't know, seven out, six and a half out of ten? Yeah. I'm, mm, I'm gonna be generous and say seven, because, like, it, it, it was good, like, it wasn't, like, wow, like, it wasn't, like, it's better than they've done, but it's not, uh, I don't think it's on the level yet of SmackDown and NXT. Not near. Um no. But, actually, I thought it was the same thing. But then when I'm looking back at it, I really couldn't think of anything great on Raw. Besides, the only reason I'm giving it a 6, I would have given it a 5. But the only reason I gave it a 6 is because of Garza. And <laughs> RK Bro. I think. It. Oh, continue. They help it a lot. Yeah, that's why I, gave, that's why I did 7. Like, like, it's like. Baseline like average five, but uh, Garza and RK Bro brought it up two points for me. Yep. So, by the way, after this, okay. So we're back on NXT after yes. um MSK versus Brazongo, which MSK won by pinfall. Pete Dunn with only Lorgan, which I'm glad they're keeping this team together versus Leon Ruff. And I would say, why would, why did Leon Ruff do this? Like, out of all people to mess with, Regal literally told him, "No, he like you're not competing." He wouldn't give him a match because he's not medically cleared. And yet, when the smart thing to do is just to take a night off. Like, I know he likes to compete, but just like, just take some, just chill. You're not medically cleared, but no. You answer a ch- uh, open challenge for Pete Dunn. I mean, like after out of all people too, like you could have went against some local talent, but really, Pete Dunn. I mean, like, uh, like, um, I, I, I don't know who said it. Like Vic or Wade, either once said it, and it's like he said he couldn't compete, but he didn't say he couldn't answer an open challenge, which is true. But why, when you're not medically cleared against Dunn, of like you said, of all people, he's the most, he's the bruiser weight. He, he hurts people badly. I'm just glad they're keeping Leon Ruff on TV, though. He's a good underdog, I'll say that. Yeah. He makes you, I don't, he's not Daniel Bryan level yet, but... Not nearly, but you know what I mean. Like how he can make you believe he's gonna win, but he doesn't. He's a rising star underdog. Yes, that's why. Um, I told you, I loved him in Evolve because in Evolve, which is weird thinking, Austin Theory was like the main. He was the man. He was. He would be everyone. And Leon Ruff versus him, they had an iconic match, and. Even though you knew Leon Ruff had no chance, he made you believe. That's what I like about Leon Ruff. But <laughs> is this NXT Women's Championship? Oh yeah, by the way, Pete Dunne won. Pete Dunne won. Referee stopped. I don't think we. I don't think that 
Well, <laughs> I don't think that needed to be addressed, but for the people who didn't watch it, then yes. But <laughs> referee stoppage, two referee stoppages in one night. Okay. Yeah. So, Gonzalez versus Mercedes Martinez, NXT Women's Championship. And Gonzalez won by pinfall. Okay. It was a good match. I didn't see it, but I do hope um, Mercedes, I hope she doesn't completely go back to Jobberville. She was never in Jobberville, but, you know, she was in a place where it felt like a filler feud. She was she was uh she was floating. She was floating. Yeah. Okay, so Okay. Um Kyle Riley versus Oni Lurgan. I mean uh PL, I don't know how how do people feel about the Kyle O'Reilly game? I kinda like it. I I I feel like Kyle's being more of himself with this. Like He's not really even – he's not playing a character or, like, a gimmick. He's just literally being himself. It seems like he's given more creative freedom. Definitely. I I do like it. And Oni is – well, I – wait, hold up. O'Reilly – yeah, okay. O'Reilly defeat Lorgan. I thought it said Lorgan defeat O'Reilly for a second. I was so confused. But, yeah, I did see some of this match. And, yeah. And, is Kyle O'Reilly, you think Kyle O'Reilly is the feuding with Pete Dunne, or are they going to actually do a chip with that, or Fatal 4-Way, my bad? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, it's, it, it, it's up in, well, uh, I feel, Balor and Cross are going to run it back, because Balor challenged Cross after <laughs> after the match with Theory. So I think they're going to run it back one more time. And then after that, maybe uh, Dunn and Kyle are going to step up. Yeah, maybe. I don't – because I because if Cross and Balor go back at it again, I don't see Balor winning. Um, just because I – because Cross has a, like – Cross is kind of the fiend of NXT right now. Like, you can hit him with whatever you can try, and he just gets back up. Like I yeah, um, it takes, the gimmick takes a while to get used to, because one, the difference between the fiend and them is, what's well, obviously like a huge difference, but the thing about him is that it took me a long time to get just um adjusted to, is does he really even have a gimmick? I mean, the dude... He has a gimmick, kind of, but he just uses big words and talks like a normal human being, but with big words. And he's a monster. That's what it helped me. That's what made me like him more because I kind of got into realize what he is. Because he wasn't like this. He's kind of this crazy dude who uses big words type of thing. And I like it because at first I didn't even know what he was trying to be. I thought he was trying to be this. I really didn't know, but it it makes sense more now. Yeah, now that you kind of know what he is, it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. So, next match we got 
Oh my! It's are are we are we about to talk about the the main event? Actually, no, because we have to Aww. get into <laughs> Isaiah Sir, uh, Swerve Scott. Oh, I was so ready. All right, yeah, I know <laughs> Isaiah Swerve Scott's promo. I love this. This is probably the one of the be- best um promos in NXT this week because I I'm, love this. Did you? I'm in, okay. yeah. Sorry. So, did you see it? Basically, uh, you saw it, right? Oh, um, I was just—I I was just gonna say real quick. I love Hit Row. Like, I—I I think it's brilliant. It's genius. Uh, I know you agree. This is awesome. I love how they put a lot of people who weren't being used together too. Like, um. The big guy, I didn't even know he was in NFL, but apparently he was. I heard he was, he has a 57 overall in Madden, I believe, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really watch um, NFL like that. I watch it sometimes, but, um, yeah. Um, his, uh, AJ Francis, uh, his bars that he spit. On, uh, while he was like introducing himself, were so good. They were. It was. I'm glad they have this rapper thing because if y'all don't know, Isaiah Sir Scott is an actual rapper. He does rap. He makes videos on YouTube. He. That's why I like it because he's kind of being. I don't know, but him as a heel is 100% better than him as a babyface. And I don't know where this team is going. I feel like they didn't even um, introduce Tahadi um, Miles. I believe so. That's his name. He was um, in 205 Live. If you guys didn't know, the dude in the overalls, I believe. He was in 205 Live. He was wrestling. I think he, he had a feud with Brian Kendricks. Then he just got off TV for a while. But I guess he's back now. And he's um, here. Uh, we got so we got Swerve, uh, AJ Francis, B Fab, and uh, a Dante Adonis, I believe his name is. You have a name change? Hold up. Huh? My bad. I thought this is Tahuti Miles. My bad. No, that's uh, that's a Dante Adonis. I know him from something, but I don't know where. Is he a wrestler? Yeah, he's a. Uh, Oh, uh, Swer- when Swerve had a feud with, um, what was it? Uh, oh, shit, I know what you mean. He was helping him. I thought that was the Hootie Miles, my bad. No, no. Uh, yeah, he was helping, uh, Swerve was helping, uh, him with, uh, Escobar, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't know why I said that, because I believe Tahuti and him were feuding anyways, but, all right. So, yeah, I love the group. And it's perfect. I did not. I don't know. It felt like an actual rap group. Yeah, it's like rap, rap group, rap posse, entour- like kind of a little bit of an entourage uh, kind of um, feel. And I, hey, uh, me, me and you, we love rap. So I'm all for this. I have no idea where it's going, but I hope it's good. If if we get more bars, I, I'm I'm down. Yeah, me too. 
I want an NXT rap battle. Oh, dude, that would be so. I don't know who that that they would go against, but that would be that would be so hmm. fire. I could see Kyle O'Reilly versus. I could see that Kyle O'Reilly versus Isaiah's first Scott rap battle, because he already has the laid back character. Yeah, but yeah, but if they did it, I would want it to be like. I would want it, it to be taken seriously, not like a comical thing. Yeah, you're right. Oh, by the way, um, the greatest greatest rap battle of all time in WWE, New Day versus Usos. And Ooh. I could watch that 1,000 times because the things were real life. It wasn't just on TV. So, Yeah. Okay, so uh, main event time. Yeah. NXT Cruiserweight Championship, Kushida versus Santos Escobar. I saw this whole match, loved it. Two, uh, two out of three falls. Kushida Escobar, dude, they tore the place down. I don't know how this could have been a. They could have not tried at all, and this would have been a good match. Like two of these names, like. It doesn't matter what type of match this is. They could be blindfolded. I don't care. They cannot have a bad match. And this was a good match. This was an amazing match. And and the the fact that they added two out of three falls stipulation to this um adds like a like the match stipulation to have. Brilliant. One thing I hope they're not doing is moving them to the main roster. Oh, no. I think they're staying in NXT. Where do you think they're going to go? Because I know they're out of the Cruiserweights probably now. I feel like they might go somewhere. I hope Kushida has this weekly open challenge now. But I feel like they will be feuding with... I don't know who they should be feuding with. I really don't. But... I'll be down to see Santos versus Johnny Gargano any day. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I that's what I was about to say. I could really see him go into the uh, North American title uh, picture. I would love that. And oh my gosh, on Raw, by the way, this is I, I remember I was trying to think why did I like Raw so much because I really didn't like Raw that much. But I was wondering what made Raw better, and they hyped up Lucha House Party. They had a whole vignette for them. Yeah, a so, whole video. They had a whole video package for Lucha House Party. And most of it was in NXT, but it doesn't matter. Uh, it's crazy. But hopefully this means a push. But I, hopefully if it's not a push, they go to NXT, please. Okay. So, as I continue to our three falls match, Okay, yeah, like we said, good match. Santos Escobar, definitely a future top star. And, yeah, um, I would give this NXT, it was pretty solid. It was pretty solid. It wasn't the best NXT, but it was very good. So I'll give it 8 and 8 out of 10. 8.5 out of 10, actually. For For me, it's a solid 9. That's fair, that's fair. Good choice. 
it's and- like it's like you they um uh oh yeah and we we didn't even mention this fish returned how did i miss i don't know <laughs> like we didn't even talk about fish we're just missing stuff now. Okay. So Bobby Fish, one of my favorites um in the Undisputed Era. And I was I was even looking through the thing and I was going crazy. I saw this moment and I was like, please, reunion, please don't turn on Bob Bobby, please do not turn on fish. Okay, what? Bobby turn on fish? No. Bobby turn on Kyle. I was <laughs> hoping that he didn't turn on him because I mean, I would be fine with that feud to make Bobby look like a bigger star, but we don't need that. And Bobby was a good guy. And what the heck is Bobby going to do now? I have two guesses. Cruiserweight? Hey, that would be pretty nice, actually, if he was in Cruiserweight. He could bring a lot of star power to it. Um, and Or he could actually – I don't know. I just can't imagine how they're going to book Bobby Fish. He has the look, though. So right now – um, Fish helped Kyle because, uh, d- so Fish has beef with, uh, Kyle, or not Kyle, um, Dunn, Dunn and Larkin. So maybe Kyle and Fish reunite f- to take care of them because, uh, uh, I see, I, I, maybe this isn't just a one off and, uh, they had to have brought fish into this at this moment for a reason. Because uh, he did say, I have some unfinished business. So, And he didn't attack him also. He didn't join up with him, but he did save him. He, he didn't attack him, but he did save him. So, All right. That sounds good. Um, But yeah, so hit row, fish returning, two out of three falls. Uh Really good uh, NXT um, Women's Championship match. Uh, I believe I already mentioned. I believe I hit. I mentioned Hit Row already. Um, <laughs> yeah, solid. Uh, solid nine. All right. Yeah. And okay, so I was also. I forgot. I'm kind of scared right now because where the heck is Roger Strong? Like, this is where Roger is supposed to return. This is where he's supposed to go to SmackDown, go to Raw, do something. I'm scared right now and anxious that he actually left. Dude, he actually resigned. Really? I think he actually resigned. I don't think that that was work. I think it – I feel like it is because why would they have that on TV – Oh yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it like? Wouldn't like people say like? Wouldn't it be like um. Like, uh, fish has been released from or not fish. I, I'm dude. I'm with you. I'm messing up too. Um, strong was re- released from WWE. Wouldn't it? It would have said that. Exactly. I don't think, yeah, if he if he really wanted to leave, I don't know why he would, but, I mean, there's way other, I understand, I understand, but I don't think he would want to leave WWE completely. I think it's just NXT because I feel like they wouldn't, why would he um, actually leave and then, like, 
actually feel like doing that on TV. I don't know. Well, well good closure, he, I guess. Well, he, he only resigned from NXT. So maybe you see him on Raw, SmackDown. I don't know. Um, but uh, that it's right now it's uh, TBD to be determined. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And next, we got NXT. Okay, not NXT. What am I talking about? AW. Okay. A lot of good matches. Amazing show, by the way. Okay, so... John Moxley versus Yuji Nagata. I did not see this match. Out of all matches, I did not see this match, which I really wanted to see. Great match. It was a really great match. I really want to check that out. By the way, Nagata is 53. He's 53. Dude, he can move for 53. Exactly. And Goldberg was 53 last year. I'm just going to leave it there. But Nagata, uh, I understand Nagata wrestles way more than Goldberg ever did. Not saying... Basically, uh, one stop wrestling, the other didn't. And I'm, I was just joking there. Nagata, he wrestled constantly. And yeah, so they had a good match and a sign of respect at the end. And I did not see, John Moxley apparently has a new theme called Wild Thing. And I'm going to check that out. <laughs> yeah, um, Wild Wild Thing, great. Um, uh, I. I I wasn't I like when when I first like heard that being played I'm like is this like is this just like something that AEW plays or like like why is this being like why is this playing right now I did not know it was his new theme but uh, I believe it um, it was a 1980s hit. It was by the Trugs, but I did not hear the song. Like I heard, I was trying to look it up. I want to check it out because a lot of people said it didn't fit his character. I don't know. Did it? Was it more mellow or was it more extreme? Um, it was. It was like it was like mellow with like it was like mellow cowboy bell, uh, kind of like, or not cowboy bell, cowbell kind of. What like I don't know. It's like I like I've heard the song and I've I've heard the song and I like it, but just with Moxley, it I don't know. It just it fits, but it doesn't. That's the best way I can describe it. All right. Well, I'll definitely check it out after this. But um, after. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. One second, guys. Okay. So, after that match... Wait, what What was Cody Rhodes' announcement anyways? He had a fire promo. I loved his promo. Oh, was his promo that he, he was about to have a daughter? I believe it was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having a daughter. Okay, yeah, but that was a great promo, too. Talking about um the mixed daughter uh forty years ago segregation all that stuff, and Cody Rhodes might be my favorite person on the mic right now. 
Like he he makes I don't know. He brings emotion to his promos and it feels like he's not even cutting a wrestling promo. It feels like he's actually some motivational speaker or something. I don't know. But he's the perfect face of NXT. And I'm sick of people talking about oh, Cody's pushing himself. Stuff like that. It really it's really annoying to me. Because he's actually one of the best in um AEW. My only problem with um Chris Jericho is how when crossroads out of it. It's not even a finisher at this point. That freaking MJF got hit by like two of them. Then he he was still awake. I don't know. I just hated that. But anyways, um, yeah. Uh, with the announcement, uh, I. I really, I real, I really liked that. Um, like, uh, like my take on it, I really enjoyed that. Like, it's like a, it's a mixed color. Like, it's a mixed uh, child, and it's like, like it's like being like white and black. Like that. Like, like color. Like color of skin doesn't matter. Like it's like you know, like it, it's exactly. like we're all, like we're all human beings. We're all people. Like it's like who like who cares if your skin is black or your skin is white or you're Mexican or Asian or whatever race you are. Like that. Like we're all we're all we're all brothers and sis- sisters in the eyes of of God. So it's like it doesn't like that stuff doesn't matter. And I I really uh, I really have respect for Cody for bringing that uh, into his promo. Exactly. Also, yeah, exactly. I believe exactly what you're saying. And um, Cody, definitely the John Cena of AEW. And um, a go-go versus... Cody is confirmed for double or nothing. Okay. I'm really excited for that. I it can go either two ways. Or Gogo comes out as a star or Cody Rhodes prevails. I really don't care because if Cody wins, it's fine. But mm. I really kind of want a Gogo to come out as a huge star of this. I I really want like Agogo's been on a roll with with that sucker punch. So if it's like he goes in, he just like the match starts. He he socks Cody with that sucker punch, and it's like either a he does that and then pins him and the match is over. Which quick quick match, but it's like it shows Agogo's dominance. Imagine that. Imagine the match starts. One punch. One two three. Imagine. A go and one punch. A go go becomes like one punch man. One punch man of AEW. That's his nickname. Oh, um, uh, or he like he he punches him. Cody kicks out, and everyone is shocked because no one has ever done that to a go go before. And then the match goes on for a little bit more. It's a little bit more lengthy, and then he hits the punch for another time, and then. That's he, and then that's the outcome. 
Yeah, I really. Okay, so what I want to happen is something like. Um. Okay. By the way, Anthony Ogogo sounds so weird. He doesn't sound so weird, but he sounds so different on the mic than he does behind the announce table. Like so different. It is weird. It sounds like a whole different person. I don't know. If y'all don't know, Anthony Gogo was doing commentary for AEW Dark for like a year, I believe. Since the first episode. So, yeah. About a year, half. And crazy, yeah. But, um, yeah, Anthony Gogo, he punched it. I hope it happens where the match is pretty good, but he get he but um he looks like an absolute star Agoga, and he punches him in the stomach. Rhodes kicks out, but then he's like, you know, holding on to the ribs. He's barely he can't even stand up. Punch to the face. One two three. That's how I hope it happens. Or, or I don't like either a punch to the face or a second punch to the gut to not, to really sit like. Confirm that he's going to be down. Either one. So, yeah, exactly. Another thing I really want to see is jump from the middle rope or something right into a punch. Oh, but- like Cody come, like co- Cody comes off the middle, middle, and then he hit, he hits him with the gut punch. Yeah, that's what I want to happen because if he hits him in the face from the top rope or middle rope. It won't be believable. It'd be, it would be like Cody would be either dead or out for months, and we don't really want Cody going again. But I mean, he's gonna have to leave sooner or later, anyways. But not like that. For like, ah, uh, I don't know. Cody can do whatever he freaking wants. But but I but I see what you mean. Like if if uh, with uh, a Gogo's thing being like the punch to the stomach, you can easily hit that from the top rope or middle rope and it still be like believable and impactful. And it's like, that's like, that's an easy way for uh, a go-go to, uh, and even if, and even more than that, win the match. Exactly. Um, also, I just want um, a go-go to go crazy one day. And just beat up the whole arena. Like, beat up all the refs. And do this Ken Shamrock type um, of thing. Ken Shamrock versus The Rock. Check it out in your house, I believe. And <laughs> Ken Shamrock won the match. He beat... He, he basically knocked out the whole Nation of Domination. And The Rock. And every single ref in the arena. Every single security. And the rules were reversed, basically. I want a go-go to have that. So badly. I just want him to be a cycle. I don't know. But, yeah, I love the um, group he's in. And, yeah. Just just, just go around gut-punching everybody. Oh, like, yeah, like, like the Todd Michaels thing. You just do that. Like, like people just... It's, it's not even, like... It's not even, like, people are surrounding him. They're, like, in a line trying to stop him. And he just goes like one by one down the line of people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I would be cracking up. I would be cracking up the entire time watching that. 
Yo, if Cody Rhodes wins that, we need to have a stare down between a Gogo and freaking Mike Tyson or something like that. Mike Tyson's the only guy that I, th- I think right now it would make believable if he knocked out a Gogo. Dude, could could you imagine an AEW <laughs> boxing match? Actually, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think that Gogo probably would win that just because he's an Olympic boxer and Mike Tyson's out of his prime. He can still box, but yeah, that would be crazy. Okay, so SCU versus the Young Bucks. SCU lost that match, and they broke up, which... I don't think it should have just been a random match. I feel like it still should have been a double or nothing. This is a... SCU has been wrestling for the last 10 years. Like, everywhere and been doing a lot. Like, one of the best teams. This is like if... If this is like... If something like... Street Profits broke up on a random episode of SmackDown in 10 years from now. No, not, not them. This is like at the New Day. After like ten years of winning every single title there is to win, just broke up. I feel like it should have been a bigger deal. Like and also, and also, it's like to your point of like the placement of or the event that they held it, like that they broke. Like this was a tag team match, and if they won, they won the tag team titles. If they lost, they broke up. This is kind of like, like, imagine Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair's last match happening on a Raw instead of WrestleMania. Exactly. That's what it kind of felt like to me. That's what I was going to say because actually Ric Flair's last match was on a random episode of his la- his last match was in a random episode of Impact in TNA. Technically, um, his last official match kind of was in a match against Paul Heyman on Slammy Awards in 2014, I believe. That's actually happened, by the way. CM Punk versus... This is 2013, I think, or something like that. CM Punk broke... He basically, it was disqualification, and Ric Flair beat Paul Heyman in his last ever match. That's crazy to think about, but it happened like that. But let's continue. And also, SCU, poor Christopher Daniels. That dude was a bloody mess. <laughs> dude, I don't, I, I don't want to sit like how. I feel like this would be an overstatement, but I felt like there were Christopher Daniels bled more than some than most of the people in Blood and Guts. But it might maybe. it might be an overstatement, but that's what it felt like. The dude, <laughs> I it and like even after um the paper and stuff, he posted a picture. Oh my gosh. And I, I, I didn't watch this live, but I wanted this to be at double or nothing because, in that, like, after 10 years of this group being, like, the most popular indie group, they break up. I wanted it to be some sad moment, crazy moment, you know, but it wasn't really like that. And 
I guess they're just out done forever. And I don't this could end in two ways. Um Frankie becoming a bigger star or not bigger star, Christopher. Or Christopher retiring. Or I feel like Christopher should have one last run, not with the title, but one last feud with Kenny Omega. If he's gonna retire. That or I wanna see him in I really kind of want to see him in WWE, to be honest. I want to see him to retire against someone like AJ Styles. I don't know, dude. Dude, imagine Christopher Daniels goes to, to goes to WWE for the sole purpose of feuding with AJ. I mean, Lashley only came back to WWE because he wanted to fight Brock Lesnar. That's actually why he came back. He said that in multiple interviews, and yet he still hasn't. It's sad too. I bet midway when he was doing that um thing with Leo where he just bends down in front of the crowd, he was regretting everything he signed. Well, I mean, so Lashley is champion right now. And if Brock Lesnar returns and wants the title, then he will get his match. Hopefully. I have I don't really want to see Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns part three. You mean part like part, you mean like part fourteen? Yes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit. Of, it's an exaggeration, but you feel me. Every time he comes back, he has to have a feud with Roman or someone. Every dude, I don't think there's been one time where he's come back and him and Roman were not in a feud. Them, yeah, that, um, and of course Seth Rollins, but. Eh. Close enough. I okay. So, anyways, let's continue with SCU breaking up and emotional moment, but wasn't treated like it. I guess I'm assuming that was a great match, and this was a world class eliminator match. What the heck does that mean? I don't know. Orange Cassidy versus Pack, and I believe no contest because. Orange Cassidy was injured. Mm. Um, well, I believe the eliminator is like when two of the top ranking uh, go head to head and like they get eliminated from the chance of the number one contender spot. Yeah. Also, I don't know if this was announced later than night. Let me check. I'll just say it at the end of the show. Pinnacle had their thing with um, quarantation. Yeah. Um, they're, yeah. Um, and they, this time, okay. Okay. I'm pumped up, guys. They want a rematch against the Inner Circle in a stadium stampede match. If y'all know me, Stadium Stampede is my favorite match of AW history, probably. Other than um, Cody Rhodes versus um, Dustin. That Dude, was my favorite match. I love... M, uh, MJF is such a great heel. He really is. <laughs> like, um, the thing that I love about... The thing that I really love about MJF is 
when he when he when he's outside of the ring and he's doing interviews and he's like just living just just or he's he's at AEW and he's talking on the mic it's the same person it's not like it's not like he comes to AEW acts like a jerk and then like uh like comes like acts like acts like that and then leaves and be like oh hey guys how you doing and shakes hands no he's the same guy the entire time exactly he will not break character but by the way um so when when aw was a baby basically it had one show i believe and it was just doing you know the press conferences they did say, uh, Cody Rhodes said, no matter what, AEW stars out of character, in character, they will not refuse to sign your autographs or treat you terribly. And a lot of the people actually pay. I'm not even kidding by this because I had to deep, I had to search deep into this, right? Like to see if MJF actually says this type of stuff to kids who are going through special needs or whatever. And of course, all of their parents give them consent. All of that happens, so it's not like he's an actual terrible person. But um, basically, people actually pay him to basically roast them. That's actually why you see all these things like him. <laughs> I'm still. I don't know why this is dark humor, but him telling um. Oh, basically, him and this dude in a wheelchair. You probably saw it. I've seen it. I love that. Because it's like, I'm sure, like, I'm sure when he's, like, at home and it's, like, he's, like, he's not out in public, he's, like, he might be a little bit like that, but, like, toned down a little bit. I don't, I don't know him personally, so I, I don't spend every day with him, so I don't know, but it feels like I just feel like whenever he's out in public, he's that way. And when he's at his home, he's it's more, a more turned down version. But he can still act, he can still act that way. Just it's not as like show busy. Yeah, he still he still signs autographs and stuff. He's not going to refuse your autograph, which that's good. So he, he'll be a little bit of a jerk about it while yes. he does it. By the way, I will talk to you about uh, speaking of rude. Whenever everyone gets here, I will talk about um, basically when everybody is here, like when the EWO group chat. I gotta tell you all something crazy. It's <laughs> it's, it's talking about rude stuff, but uh, anyways. Oh boy, <laughs> it, it's actually <laughs> okay. So Thunder Rosa, my favorite women's wrestler in AEW, versus Jasmine Uller. I don't know. Um, Rosa one. <laughs> Darby Allen versus Myro. Okay, this this guy's this part. This I couldn't. I had to double check this. By the way, because I didn't feel like this was right. By the way, when you guys see Darby Allen suicide dive, it looks like an, he's an actual freaking bullet. I gotta send y'all a video of that or something. But the dude goes so fast. He looks like he's trying to kill himself. It is not natural at all. It's like an actual suicide dive. 
like people are doing these suicide dives. Like even Seth Rollins he used to do these suicide dives where I was like, the dude, his hands are basically touching his um when he goes out of the ring, none of him hits the opponent, only his hands push them basically. But this dude goes head first or shoulder first so fast, it makes it so believable. Dude, he's like a torpedo. Exactly. And the thing that was so shocking is Myro defeated Allen for the time. Um, and that was the main event. But by the way, um, it's going to be a triple threat at double or nothing. Pack versus Kenny versus Orange. And the thing that I have a problem with is that is. Wait, is the stadium stampede going to be at the board or nothing? I don't know. Is that um, going to be a whole different pay-per-view? I don't know. Stadium stampede, it's going to be at uh, uh, double or nothing. Okay, then David, that's the one I'm going to be looking forward to. But, um. Also, uh, a, a part of that. Uh, two things. One, I love that. Uh, I love that Sammy. Uh, they had a bubbly truck, and they doused the inner, the pinnacle oh, yeah. with bubbly. <laughs> um, classic. Uh, Stone Cold beer hose. Uh, angle milk. Uh, milk hose like kind of thing. Love that classic wrestling like tactic exactly. uh, and but so uh pinnacle uh inner circle if the inner circle loses they have to disband forever oh gosh i don't know okay i hope inner circle kind of wins this to be honest at this point and uh mjf he's like the match you if you, he's like and when he was doing the promo he's like if you if you really want to do this again, the match that we will face you for is the same match that you lost. Stadium Stampede, like rubbing, like rubbing salt in the wound a little bit. I um, mm-hmm. yeah, and so if they lose, they have to disband forever. So interesting stipulation. <laughs> It really is, and well, uh, how do I feel about this? I'm excited for the pay per view. I'm like I said, I'm not most excited about Kenny versus Orange Cassidy versus Pack, and that will probably be the most amazing match on the card. I'm just not sure about it. Like I don't know. I don't know why I'm not completely all for it. I mean, uh, Cassidy, great wrestler, Pack. Great wrestler, Kenny Kenny Omega, amazing in ring ability. So it's like, I know it won't be bad. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. But I f- I feel like it should be at a pay per view main event or something. But the thing, I guess, the problem is when I'm thinking of dream matches, I don't really that doesn't really come to mind. Hmm. It's not. It's gonna be a good match. I know that, but. Also, um, little bone, little bone to pick with a like, uh, small bone to pick with AEW. Um, when I was watching it, uh, or like Ortiz or Santana or whatever, 
they said that he got suspended or 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 fined or whatever for using a fork in the blood and guts match. <laughs> Why? If it's that was the guts, case, what did you expect? If that was the case, a duelist butcher. If you don't know him, he's famous for using forks in matches. Yeah, prop probably would have been all banned from. United States by now, but yeah, the real reason he he was is I don't know why they didn't just say this. It's not really that anything crazy. They could have just said he got injured or something. But the real reason is he had a sickness and they didn't want to risk anything. So so on so on TV, the, the reason why is because he brought a fork into the match, or like yeah. that was their reason. Like, and I was just like, so you're telling me. That a that a match called Blood and Guts, there where there were chairs and bru- and like you ripped up the floor, but a fork is where you draw the line. <laughs> it made no sense. <laughs> but yeah. How do you feel about Myro winning? I feel happy because people always say wrestling. AW listens to the fans clearly. Clearly, um, a few weeks ago, everyone was saying he's the most. Basically, they're ruining him now. He's champion. Uh, two thoughts. One, I feel like I I I thought it was brilliant that Myro ha- wore uh, AEW TNT Championship gear. Um, to the ring, and like, kind of like a little bit like it was like a cocky move, but cocky in a good way because he's like, I know I'm gonna win this title, and I'm so confident I'm gonna wear uh attire themed that uh like with the championship belt uh front plate on it, um. But I've I've always been a fan of Rusev ever since NXT, really. Um, all of NXT, uh, all of his his stuff through WWE. Um, I've I've been I've ever since he was ever since he was Rusev. Uh, I've I've loved him, uh, and I I've I honestly wanted him to be a WWE champion. Uh, You're a fan of him ever since he had a first name. But well, him in this was in 2017, I believe. I wanted him to. I was with TJ when watching this, and I wanted him to beat AJ Styles in that match so badly. This was SummerSlam, right? I wanted him to win so badly, and he lost. Rusev Day was ahead of its time, and so. I just realized something too. You know, cool and calm Kyle O'Reilly or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's his gimmick or whatever. But he, um, Rusev kind of did that when he before he was leaving WWE. He was wearing this duck shirt and all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I just but... I just realized that he did it, and it kind of the fans still cheered him heavily. 
Um, I, I, I'm, a, I, I'm absolutely. I wanted, I wanted Darby to have a little bit of a longer reign. I don't know how long he held the title, um, but I, I felt, I feel like his reign could have been a little bit longer. But that's just nitpick. But that's just like my opinion and me nitpicking that a little bit. Um, I'm I'm super happy for Miro. I'm like he said that he was that he he's gonna be have gold in, in the upcoming weeks, and he did so. Yeah. All right. So. Okay, so what would I read AEW? Nine and a half out of ten, almost. Honestly, uh, yeah, nine and a half out of ten. The reason I wouldn't give it ten is just because it's very, I don't know. I say nine and three quarters out of ten. It was almost a perfect show, but the only problem for me was they really did nothing for the women. Like, they really, like, they didn't hype up the title match that much or anything. Yeah, there was yeah Thunder Ro- Thunder Rosa had had her match and it was a great match, but other than that, they didn't really do anything to like kind of continue on to the match. Yeah, um, which was going to be Baker versus Sheeta. Yeah, nothing nothing really hyping. Yeah, I I, I feel yeah. Um, and also um, the um. CSU breaking up, uh, not on a pay per view. It it's a little nitpicky, but come on, you, yeah. you could have done it at a pay per view. Exactly. And if this is Christopher Daniels' retirement, I will go back weeks until I realize it. Like, let's say I realize it in a few weeks that this is his last match and he actually retired. I will change this score to a one. <laughs> but for now, orders. Wait, like one out of ten? One out of ten, yeah. Because if this was his last match and they did nothing for it, then the show sucks, basically. <laughs> the, the so so the entire like the entire ranking system is being is being weighed on if this is Christopher Daniels' last match. Yes, it better not be <laughs> Christopher Daniels, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, and. The greatest wrestler that wasn't in WWE for sure. If he is retiring on a random AEW episode, not even in the main event, yeah, one. That's one. I mean, I've, I, I, I mean, I feel you on on Christopher Daniels. I, uh, his like, uh, I loved him in Impact and and TNA. I, I he, he did. Amazing in that company. He did, and the king of the Indies. Um, my, I don't know why that makes me laugh so much, but <laughs> the entire show gets brought down to one because that was it. That he he had a lackluster retirement match. It's just, that's that's just funny to me. 
Um, my my score is um, I give it a nine. <laughs> now I now I have the giggles. The giggles. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um. Okay. So SmackDown. No impact. Well, okay. The thing oh, about impact, right, impact is it's hard rating impact. Because I can't really rate it on the score. It's just a fun show. I can't. It's hard to rank in an impact. Like, I don't know how to. Well, well, I mean, yeah, because they, um, Impact has, they have storylines and they have, and they do really well at storylines. Um, but it's like, It's not like impact. It, like w- w- when it comes to impact, the booking, the like, the how well the superstars do, like all like when like when we heavily like nitpick and inspect all of these shows to rate. I like I agree with you. I don't do really do that for impact. I don't like zone in on impact and like nitpick each detail that they do i just let them do it and enjoy it yeah exactly and if I'm like if i'm in for real I... impact might just be okay it's not a show that i'll give up rest every other wrestling show for but it's the show that's i don't i don't want to say perfect but it's kind of so perfect that it's hard to really find what's wrong with the show and it's like perfect. I don't know if it's too perfect to the point where it's not up there with Raw and Sm- Okay. I don't know how to describe it. In Impact is just kind of there, and every decision they make and every match is good. It's basically the- <laughs> if you're starting out with um Raw or no, just pro wrestling, I mean, I guess. And you want to see indies? Impact is the pers- the best place to see. Here, I, I've I've got I've got the perfect um, thing to say about it. So with with Raw, SmackDown, NXT, um, all of the WWE shows, and then um, AEW, and then AEW, there's a certain expectation that we want them to meet, and we just like we rate and judge that on the the expectations that they do cuz like we're so passionate about what they've done in the past and what they're doing forward that's like that expectation or that standard that we rate them on that's what we look so heavily for that so if they like we've said in the past if they do better than that expect that expectation or standard or go below it even just a little bit, you can notice. Impact doesn't have an expectation or a standard. Exactly. It's just, you watch it, you enjoy it, and then we talk about it. That's just it. Exactly. is like... So... Yeah, you're exactly right. And I agree completely. Like, 
I cannot find anything bad in Impact. I really could before. Like, there was some bad in Impact before, but it feels like in the last few years, Impact completely turned around. And it's to a point where it's hard to find badness in it, and it has no... We expect good and we expect bad, but Impact, it's just Impact. It's good. And, yeah. Back to... They're they're just doing their own thing, exactly. Um, but I and and the fact that okay, so this is what I wanted to bring up earlier. I said I was going to bring up something, but I was going to wait till later. This is what I'm I was going to bring up. Impact, AW, and New Japan all having this bond and this partnership together. I absolutely love. You like anyone can can show up on any show, and it will be like, and it's amazing to see. And you can have like, um, the like New Japan, uh, a New Japan title being defended on AW, and uh, like the like the open like the when you talked earlier about the forbidden door, um, or the unopened door or whatever, um. The fact that all their doors are open to each other and they can just work together makes me really want to see a New Japan, AEW, and Impact wrestling show or event or something. Uh, that it's like all the best stars from all those shows are on that event. Exactly, you're right. And I, I guess the thing about Impact is I don't... Impact's not a show you can really take seriously. And it's not like it's a joke or anything. But it's just a show that you can just relax to. Just like when you're watching Raw and SmackDown and NXT and AEW, I guess you're more... Basically, I guess Impact is a show you can watch any time of the week and just relax to. AEW and NXT and Raw and SmackDown is shows that you would just be like, very much invested into to the point where you're looking at like I guess watching straight up and yeah it's kind of stressful watching them not really stressful just seeing like the storylines oh what are they going to do with this wrestler stuff like that but impact isn't like that so yeah um uh like I I I completely totally agree um and uh with with uh honestly when we do these re- this is why a this is why impact is so hard to review on this show because with with when, when we're reviewing we're almost looking at more of the negatives than the positives almost because we're looking at the flaws to to measure them up to what what they did good. We're looking at both obviously, but it's like okay, how much did the show like fall and flaw? And then how much did it do good? With with impact, we don't care. <laughs> exactly. We don't care about the flaws. We don't care about the nitpicks of the judging. We don't we don't care like all that stuff, we don't care. 
and it honestly doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. And I feel the same way the other shows, I guess, even though shows like Saturday Morning Slam a few years ago, which wasn't really a wrestling show. It was basically nothing. It was just two matches, basically. Two jobber matches, kind of. And that's all Saturday Night Slam was. And Saturday Morning Slam. And even that, it was like something you didn't take seriously. Stuff like Main Event. I watch right now. Actually, I'll talk about why I'm starting to watch Main Event again tomorrow. But Honestly, I was just about to bring up Main Event. Main Event and Impact are exactly, like, not exactly the same, but in the, the feel of you don't, like, you don't really care what they're doing. You just enjoy watching it. Exactly. And obviously, we're not saying something like, Oh, if they squash freaking um, if they if they randomly squash Trey Miguel, we won't care. It's basically like they have everything under control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of see it as something like two or five live stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You watch it when you're relaxing, you're not stressing. Oh my gosh, why is Drew McIntyre going to? Why did Lashley do this? Or you know. It's simple, easy to watch stuff. So, first match knockouts. Mary Winner Havoc. I do not. Remember. I don't know if I watched Midway or something, but X Division number one contender scramble. I watched this. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. What was it? Um. Uh, I just watched, I just watched this, like, um, like what, three hours ago, three or four <laughs> yeah, hours ago fresh, or something like that. Yeah, so it's, it's fresh in my mind. Exactly. And this was Petey Williams versus El Phantasma, Phantasmo versus Ace Austin versus Raheet Raju. Versus AC Romero versus TJP. And the winner was El Phantasma, which I was kind of shocked. I thought it would be someone else like Ace Austin. Okay, not Ace Austin. I don't know. I just didn't think it would be him. But, hey, I'm down for it. El Phantasma just got into Impact. And I'm already kind of taking it. And also, after this, he he will face basically, what is the guy's name? My my guy, um, X Division. Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander. It's so hard to say his name because he does not look like a Josh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Same way that Morrissey does not look like a William. Wait, who? Uh. Um, Morsley. Oh, yes. Morsley. Right. He does not look like William at all. Doesn't. Uh, and after... Okay, so Susan tells Scott DeMore... I don't know how I feel about Scott DeMore, by the way, guys. He's doing an amazing job, actually. I don't know why I said that. He's doing an amazing job and as an authority. Anyways, she tells Scott DeMore that Tanel Dashwood cheated in their match and she wants a tag match to get revenge. 
after some discussion, it is deceit. It is decided it will happen at Under Siege on, on Saturday. This was a weird segment because she was basically begging, but um. Also, the X Division uh, Six Man Scramble or whatever it's called. Um, that um, that Death Valley driver from the top rope that El Fantasmo did. That was the that was spot. <laughs> You're right, completely right. You're that was it's crazy. Next, um. Eric Young says change is the only thing we can trust. They have a new plan. Violent by Design. Now, Val, we will see a lot more of them. A lot more of them. Does that mean more people are joining? Um, it's you. I was thinking the same thing. It's either they're we're, they're going to see them more frequently, or we're going to see them more frequently. Or more people, so I'm I'm excited. I I love them, and I and I love I really love um, Eric Young and Rhino working together. I do too. And Rhino, I Rhino is actually younger than I thought he was. Rhino is um Rhino. He is 45, which I thought he was his 50s for some reason. Maybe it's because Tommy Dreamer, um, I thought he was about Tommy Dreamer's age, which Tommy Dreamer is 50. So I guess I thought he was up there. Randall's only 45? That's what I'm saying. He, I don't know. He looks really good for 45. I know. The dude, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Wait till you find out that Hard Truth is legitimately forty nine. Well, but... that I knew. Well, 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 that that I knew. I knew. Uh, I knew that he was in his he, he was in his forties, almost fifty. He doesn't. Truth, it's same. He does not look his. Age. There are a lot of people that don't look their age. There really is. And in, in not not only just WWE but just pro wrestling as a whole, it's like, um, like you can look at someone like, and be like, oh yeah, they're probably like this much. But then it's like, and I think it's because of the fact that if people are still doing, they still look really good, and they're in their fifties, um, and they're still like they're st- like, um, uh. It's a little bit eh, like uh, Dustin. Like Dustin looks really good for 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 his age. Mm-hmm. He does. He has he especially in the ring. And I was um. So if y'all don't know, speaking of age, if you guys do not know, um. Okay, none of y'all do know this. Okay, so. The reason that I got back into Impact is a clip I saw of Impact. I followed Impact years ago on Instagram, but I didn't really watch it much. I heard about it, but I never watched it or anything. 
think that got me into it was about a year and a half ago or two years ago. I was just scrolling through Instagram and something I saw was a 70-year-old man. A 70-year-old man wrestling in Impact. Like, he was all doing the old school on the top rope and doing all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, hold up. Like, this isn't real. So that's what got me back in Impact. It caught my eye. So, yeah. I don't know if he's still wrestling, actually. I'm going to have to check that out. Mike Jackson. He was in April 14th, 2020, so last year, yeah. Okay, so, anyways, as I continue, um, I got off track. As I continue, I'm going to go back to the results. Swinger, which is one of my favorites, Johnny Swinger is amazing. Swingers Palace, TJP may not have become number one contender, but who is odds on to become the tag team contenders? Ace Austin and Madman Fulton think they are the ones. Triple XL take exception to that. Rahu, Raju, and Shira want a shot of, at the gold as well. Swinger tells Bravo to go get a match started out. TJ Pill reveals his partner will be Petey Williams. He knows someone who is good with odds. Little P, little Petey Pump. I'm assuming this is the same guy that acts like the guy who acts like um, Big Papa Pump, if y'all know. And yeah. So we're going to have um a multiple man taxi match. So I'm all for. I'm assuming we will. Anyways, next we had Sammy Bile versus Willie Mack. Winner Willie Mack and W. Morrisley jumps into the ring and wrecks Mack. And if this is right, we might get, if it's not official already, Willie Mack versus William Morrissey. How do you feel about that? Jake. Hold up. Okay. Did your mic go out or did mine? Hello? Hello. Hi. I'm assuming your mic went out and on my side and mine went out on yours. Um, my, uh, my mic went out on, uh, my side, I believe. Okay. So but basically, I, yeah, I sorry. could I could hear you talking. I just couldn't respond. Like okay. my mic cut out. Okay. So about the tag team match. Um, they're gonna have a tag team match, I believe. Uh, yeah. The 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 I I what I was trying to say was before my thing cut out. Uh, I don't know if it's still if my I don't know if it's gonna appear on the the final like outcome that either 
you can't hear me talking or you can hear me and I don't know how, how it's going to play out, but anyway, what I was saying was, um, I'm, I really love the backstage segments at the poker table. Me too. It's, and like, it's, it's always like whenever a match, like it, like they always bring, like, I, like, I just started because I just started rewatching this. I didn't like know this, but I really enjoy that. They like bring in some of the competitors who just had a match. Um, and they still feature them on the show somehow and give them like another opportunity. Um, and it kind of shows what's next for the people once they lose an opportunity. So, um, so, so with that, uh, Impact does that really well of still keeping names uh, involved in like segments and stuff. All right. Yeah, me too. Um, and also, uh, Willie Mack and Morrisley are confirmed for Under Siege. Okay, I'm excited for that. Yeah. They confirmed it like last... I believe they confirmed it like either last week or like two weeks ago. But... Um, yeah, Sam, I'm, I'm really excited. Yep, so... Willie Mack, I don't know if he's ever going to WWE, but the three matches, right? Um, Willie Mack is unbelievable. And I don't know. I, I just really like Willie Mack. But, yeah, um, I'm sorry, but Willie Mack's definitely losing this match against William Morrissey. He's going to get destroyed. I feel bad for Willie because every single time he um, does something huge, he gets killed. I, I I will never get over that part um that spot with him and um Moose where Moose basically killed him. It's hard to get over that. They just, they just love putting him with big tall guys that can crush him. It's sad too. Like, what did he do to deserve this? And by the way, I love how the best the best team backs like not the best team, but the best show that has um basically a show that has the best backstage stuff promos and everything like that is definitely impact like mm-hmm. because every like as soon as they see something backstage a hill with a baby face they can actually conversate not like friends but like normal human beings they don't have to fight every five seconds backstage yeah, I love that yeah like the the like I was saying before the poker thing. Or the the poker table or whatever, it's just it's just them hanging out it's like a whole. It's like a like you got you got heels, you got faces, you got tweeners, you you got all of them. I, that's why I love it so much. I love Johnny Swigger so much. He's and I just love the, yes the poker table is perfect. You don't see that type of stuff in WWE. And I'm not saying anything bad about WWE. But you don't see hills and baby faces doing this like normal actual human beings will do. And yeah, so anyways, Eddie Edwards wants to even the score tonight between 
Finley and Carl Anderson introducing a, a Kenny of his own a kendo stick. Kenny the kendo stick. <laughs> Great pun. So no, that, that's that's why I actually think that they named the Ken, the kendo stick Kenny, because it's like <laughs> seems like something you would say. <laughs> but oh, <laughs> I like it's they don't they they haven't actually named it Kenny the kendo stick. That's just it, it's it, it is something that I would say because I that's what I thought of when I saw it. Um, but they just call it, call it, uh, they just call the candlestick Kenny. So it's all about me. That's okay. But to, to Neil Dashwood, Taylor Wilde wants to talk to her. She must have heard about the tag team match. Wilde saw her match last week and she, she's, <clears throat> so basically it's continuing Basically, um, they're continuing talking about the match that they're going to have. But I will say, what is your opinion on Caleb with a K? On who? Caleb with a K. Like, like the name? No, the the person on Impact that's with Tonell Dashwood every single week with the neck brace. Oh. Like... Oh, okay. Um, that's his actual name, Caleb with a K. Like, not I'm not saying it. His literal name is Caleb with a K. That's his gimmick. He's supposed to be modern day, and like, oh, like, like tweeting like, and TikToks and stuff. Yeah. Oh, like okay. So, um, I did not know that that was his name. <laughs> I did not know his name, but thank so thank you for educating me on what his name is, because um, now I know. But I, I think that uh, he fits with Tennille. I think that they they gel well together. Um, he's like he's he's like he's very he's a very good like man for Tennille. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree. Um, only in Impact would you have a dude named Caleb with a K and Jake something. <laughs> the names on Impact are... So, I feel like creative are just like an Impact are just like... We've had all these different names. I just pick randomly or something. Like, I don't know. It's like they're putting pro gener- like in a generator or something. I don't know. But here's here's do you know what's the funny thing about that? What? Because it's impact. If WWE did something like that, we would laugh and kind of make fun of them. Because like like we said before, there's kind of a standard. So if WWE did something like that, we would laugh. We'd be like, oh my goodness, this is so like Sorry. Um, if WWE did like that, it's like, oh my goodness, it's so corny. Like, like it's it's embarrassing. But because Impact is doing it, and they're they're basically doing it with everybody, it's like, 
Okay. <laughs> How? <laughs> exactly. And I don't know. Impact's just anything can happen on Impact. Yeah, Impact just uh, like like again, we've said this so many times before. It's such a chill show that it's like anything they can do whatever they want, and we'll be just like, all right, cool. <laughs> exactly. Okay, speaking of impacts, and thinking about how anything can. This isn't just something that happened on WWE. Oh, CM Punk can return. Oh, this wrestler can return. Anything can happen in WWE. Literally anything can happen to Impact. You guys know how Mickey James left um, her first run in Impact? She got ran over by a train. <laughs> there was a wrestler in Impact who literally... You know how tired Valkyrie... <laughs> Uh, or Frankie Montek got left, like she got taken out of Impact. She was apparently a killer. Yes, a death happened on Impact, and of course it was a fake death. But that's how she was taken out because she shot someone. <laughs> so Impact, that's why I love Impact. It's just all the wild and dumb stuff that you can think also, of. One thing. Also, the the most notable like release or like send off like uh like to because when someone is ending their contract that, that i've seen impact do is rosemary and alley impact yeah she literally killed yeah <laughs> it's just like alley impact is no more bye see this is what i'm talking about like when they get a new contract they do these crazy things like impact ain't no joke if you leave you're dead and or in jail for life, you get and, um, you get killed off. You literally get killed off. I don't know how they actually return people either. Like I don't know how. Apparently, they were actually never dead. I don't know how they do that. But WWE Impact. just puts them off TV. That's it. Impact. Imp- Impact is like a. Uh... Impact is like a soap. Impact is like a soap opera. You know what? Impact is our impact is the soap opera now. Like <laughs> we see deaths, we see murders, we see everything. Impact. That's why I love Impact so much. It's a comedy show for me, and the stupidest stuff, like this absolute stupidest stuff, happens, and it's the greatest thing ever for me. But but like like you were saying, it's like someone they can kill someone off, and then. Uh, like a few years later or a couple months later they return and it's like nothing ever and it's like okay they're back now like a soap opera <laughs> uh uh yeah yeah um so carl anderson um with doc gallows and kenny omega and don callis versus Dave Finley, basically Carl Anderson versus Dave Finley, with um, Juice Robinson and Eddie Edwards by his side. Dave Finley won this match by disqualification. Kenny and tried beating them down, but Eddie Edwards and Kenny even evened things up. All right, Chris Saban awards. 
Chris Saban basically um, warns Moose he is coming for him tonight. Chris Saban, just stop. Okay. I just, Anyways. I just, I just want to add real quick. Um, Impact Wrestling is the soap opera, or Impact is the soap opera of pro wrestling that is copyrighted and trademarked in this vi- in this podcast right now. We said it first. <laughs> That it is now a thing. Impact is the soap opera of pro wrestling. It is the soap opera of pro wrestling. And yes, I did. We did say, I said, um, pro wrestling is just like a soap opera, but Impact is the official one. Yes. Like trademarked and copyrighted on this video right now. Exactly. And y'all, but if that's, if that stuff that the examples we gave isn't enough for you, last year, a man fought himself. In a match, basically two egos fought. Um, Ethan Page fought himself and killed himself at the end. That that's actually funny because he actually left the company by killing himself. Oh, that sounds so wrong, but um, basically Ethan Page. Versus Karate Ethan Page and Karate Ethan Page killed normal Ethan Page, and now he's in AEW. But AEW is in the same universe as Impact. <laughs> so what? I I, I, I don't know. <laughs> trying, trying to trying to understand like Impact and the things that they do. And like, like trying to like wrap your your head around it, it's just you. I you just can't. Yeah, you 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 can. <laughs> but that's the why I love it so much. Anyways, Brian Myers versus Crazy Steve. Yes, there's an actual. Mm, that's not even that crazy anymore. A guy named Crazy Steve, but Brian's Brian Myers. Okay, Brian Myers won this. And Brian Myers, they are pushing him, this dude, hard. Like, so they're pushing this dude, like, heavily. And I'm actually glad. Also, he cheated to win, so never mind. <laughs> um, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the match. It was a pretty, it was a pretty good match. Yeah. And... So, okay, so basically, I believe Demore gives him an ultimatum, Don Callis, I mean, to decide if he wants to be Omega's management or an impact executive. Don says they should zoom more. Scott would like their, Scott would like to be on the same Freaking book for a change. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Watching that, what I was watching it, it's like, he was like, um, we gotta be on the same page. Like, like being on the same page would, would be great. And like how he, um, I like, 
forget forget being on the same page. I just want to be in the same book as you. <laughs> so like, yeah, we're that was like, actually a good one. Yeah, yeah, we're we're reading at it like we're 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 not even on we're not even in the same book, let alone the same page. Yeah, and Sammy Callahad, which needs a. Sammy Callahan, Chris Bay, who just had a song released. I'll just read. I'll just restart this. I'm sorry. Sammy Callahan, Chris Bay, and Moose versus Matt Cardona versus Trey Miguel and Chris Sabin. And winners are Callahan, Bay, and Moose. But my question is how Cardona cannot get a win, really. Like, it's. He's not winning as much as I thought he would in this company. I thought he would be like the face of impact to be honest uh, wait didn't he just get a winner against Myers or besides Myers that he really hasn't won anything I mean, I mean yeah he's won normal matches but I, I don't know I guess I thought he would be more of a anyways I guess but he beat him with the his Callahad's package um, power driver on Saban, so. Yeah, and uh, what I found interesting about this this uh, six man is, in this six man, as that as they were as that they were competing, um, Brown and Stryker broke down individually what um, what each person if they won the match. Uh, against Omega, what it would look like, and that that was a really interesting and like I didn't expect them to do that, and the fact that they did it, it was like, wow, this is some this is something that I did not know I needed, that I needed. <laughs> All right, like just a small thing of like like like. Oh, like, what if, like, Kenny Omega versus Cordona, or like, like giving the options of like these what if, uh, some dream matches, some like interesting few, like, uh, uh, Omega versus Miguel, Omega versus Callahan, like these, like, what ifs. Um, it was an interesting take, and, um, I'm I'm really looking forward to this six this six way. Me too. So Okay, so we're gonna talk about under siege card tomorrow, but yes. yeah, I I don't know how I can rate this show because it was great. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Uh I'm I'm just gonna say because Impact is literally in a universe of their own. <laughs> oh well, I well I know that a, like AEW and like them are are in the same universe, but when it like when it come or not universe of their own, Impact is the is a show of their own. <laughs> so, um, I'm just gonna say ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, t- like I like. <laughs> there, there's nothing wrong with impact. Really, is it? 
Like, I just, like, well, it's like, if I were to nitpick it a little bit, and this is just mainly, like, nitpick, like, this is a straight-up nitpick, is the Willie Nelson thing. Or not Willie Nelson. I'm, I'm, (laughs) Willie Mac. (laughs) Willie Nelson. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where Willie Nelson came from (laughs) Willie Mack he's the um, like him like like them giving him a little little bit of a push and then he gets like stomped out by uh uh, like it gets kind of get like derailed a little bit. Um, that is a little nitpick of it, like a little nitpick of a thing. But overall, ten out of ten. Exactly. I have no idea where where Willie Nelson came from. <laughs> I know it's like the same like first name, but I've. That was that was hilarious. <laughs> All right, so next is SmackDown, and hmm, I mean, it was. I really know half of what happened. I mean, I've seen the results, so I know I know most of the highlights. So I know the highlights. I know I know Bianca. I know Bianca and um. I know Bianca and uh, Bailey, uh, Cesaro and Roman, um, uh, Ray and the Dirty Dogs and Ray and them, and then um, there's another thing. Oh yeah, the the women's tag team. Okay, match. yes, the first match I believe was the women's tag team match. And I will say this: I have never rejoiced so much, really. In so long, besides this moment, I will, I will also, I will, also, I will add on to that by saying, thank goodness. If yes, so SmackDown, the new women's tag team champions, Natalia and Tamina, which I believe this is ten years since their, I don't know, twelve years since their debut or something. I don't know. But it doesn't matter what kind of does matter. It plays into why they probably did it. I just hope they don't um take it away. Don't Next give, week. Don't don't give don't give them back to Naya and Shana. Please. Just just let them enjoy and give the titles to someone else when they when they when it's their time. Please, please. I'm so glad Naya in Shayna lost the titles, and Nia was pinned. Yes, we didn't have this stupid. Oh, Shayna has to lose every single match. This is what I want to happen on Raw. I want Shayna to absolutely obliterate Nia Jax. Have your stupid feud. I don't really care. Just let Shayna win, and then we could have a new start. We don't have to keep going and piggybacking off of what Nia Jax has done so far. We could build a new star who's. Better than Naya. So, uh, hopefully that's what they do. They're definitely not probably going to do that, but who knows. 
And anyways, I'm glad Tamina finally got a title. She's never had a title. And it's kind of sad, but um, Tamina's clearly trying. Like, I be- of course, she's always been trying to wrestle and all that stuff. But of course, she has, has all the stuff she has to do. That's why she comes back and comes, you know, she leaves and comes back and stuff. She has a busy life and stuff. But I just love seeing her. Um, she's even said she's never put in so much work. And she's given it her all because she doesn't know how long she has. I mean, how how old is she? Okay, I don't know why I just said that. But she is 43. So I'm assuming... That's why she's trying so hard. And she's got in a better shape. She's just better. And people are going to crap on um, her no matter what. Um, Tamina. I, but I really do like Tamina. And Natalia. So I'm glad they got the title. You still there? Yeah. I was, just, sure I was just trying to figure something out. All right. I was just making sure you didn't split. Okay. Yeah, no. Rey Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler. And Ray Mysterio won this. Dolph Ziggler took two L's in one week and two weeks. Okay, so two weeks in a row, he took two L's. I don't know how to feel about that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't weren't they both roll ups, or was it just this week? Oh, last week was a roll up too. Okay, so two roll ups in in two weeks. All right. Well. I don't know what that um, I really don't know what's the problem with Dolph Ziggler roll-ups. I feel like the roll-up is Dolph Ziggler's biggest enemy. And if you're wondering why I'm saying that, look at all the times he's lost by roll-up. That's probably the majority of all his losses. Like, he lost to Heath Slater by roll-up. And that's why I'm saying that. Now that I've, now that. Oh my goodness! Now that I'm thinking about it, you are right. He he, most of his matches he loses by rolls. I exactly. <laughs> well, crazy. more, more, more. Um, post, like I would say, seven to twenty seventeen to now, maybe even a little later. Yeah, a lot of a lot of his uh current like past few years he's lost by roll ups. Yup. Wow. And I believe I don't know if this is the beginning of this match. Oh, I I don't know when this part was, so I'm, I'm just gonna say it's but at the beginning of the show. But Jay and Roman had Quite a <laughs> the Usos basically are imploding right now. They had a promo, and basically, I believe Jay said that he doesn't think Roman is going to win, he can't be Cesaro, basically, is what he said. <laughs> and yes, Roman put him in his place. But, yeah, okay. So, Shinsuke versus King Corbin. Finally, we get 
Shinsuke back on our TVs, but unfortunately, King Corbin Law uh, won. I thought uh, when I first saw this match was going to be up here, I was like, okay, this is to build up Shinsuke again, but apparently not. But, um, dude, uh, after <laughs> let's just talk about after the match. Okay, yes, let's <laughs> talk about that, but I believe, um, was this a roll up? Because he turns into the triangle basically, but Corbin gets to his feet and he lifts Nakamura up. He drops Nakamura down and yeah, the Lux still in. It was a roll up. He won okay. by roll up. Okay, I was hoping it wasn't an actual loss. But after the match, Baron throws Nakamura to the outside of the ring after the match as they celebrate. As he celebrates, Nakamura gets back in the ring and attacks Corbin from behind. He hits Corbin with the Kinshasa. Nakamura grabs Corbin's crown and wears it. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna ask you this. Why does Nakamura look way better than Corbin in it? He why doesn't he always wear a crown? That looks like of course I don't want King Shinsuke or whatever, but the King of Strong style is back. Yeah. And like like as soon as soon as he put that crown on, I'm like, "Hey, King of Strong Style, yeah!" Please end this King Corbin stuff, please. I, I'd oh, rather see. Um, I think the only way to end a King Corbin gimmick is to introduce another King of the Ring tournament. Mm-hmm. Why don't they do that like every five years? I don't know. They do it randomly. I believe. No, they had one in 2015. Then they had another one in 2019. Okay. So, I don't know. They just don't do it yearly. Yeah, it's like... It's like the Olympics. It's like every it's like uh like every like three or four years. I wish they would make that official too. Like every four years, you can expect this because we like whenever you're just randomly rushing this, like oh the mid card stale. Um, it's like they panic and they put up um um King of the Ring. I don't know, but Shinsuke looks a lot better than King Corbin in that. Like it actually looks legit. Yeah, he like. Um, it looks it looks really really good on him. Yup, and Sonia and Adam Page are backstage, and in comes a furious Apollo Cruz. He asks Adam what he will do about earlier tonight. Sonia tells him to watch out, or else Adam will make him defend his championship against them all. In the same way. He did with Roman at WrestleMania. Adam says that's a good idea. As he tells Apollo, he will defend the Intercontinental Championship in a fatal four-way next week. Apollo leaves the room as Adam tells Sonya to never underestimate him. Okay, so here here's the bone I have to pick with SmackDown. I, I said this earlier, but I said I was going to save it. Because we weren't talking about SmackDown yet, but now we are, and we are at that point. So I checked, and on the match card for WrestleMania Backlash, the Fatal Four Way is set to happen. So 
but when they but like on that promo it said next week so like next friday so are you having two fatal four ways or is it happening then or backlash or smackdown clarify <laughs> exactly but i guess it's official now um but um I do like how they're having some big matches um, on SmackDown, but I kind of, I think this is where they should have. Um, let's think about Impact. Impact is the stupidest wrestling company. That's why it's the best wrestling company, right? So, basically, Impact is so out there that the company has like a pay per view every two weeks. It literally has. A special event, I'd say, not a pay-per-view, every two weeks where you'd have the big matches and stuff, which I love. But at the same time, that's why I think SmackDown should bring back SmackDown-only pay-per-views, please. Yeah. And people hated this stuff. They really did. And I don't understand. I loved it. I loved it, too. And people were like, please, um... Please collaborate the pay-per-views. And then you wonder why the main event is only 15 minutes or like only 12 minutes. Okay. So for the people who love uh, uh, co, um, was it, uh, co-branded pay-per-views, think about this. If you have a co-branded pay-per-view, Think about how many superstars get to be on that pay-per-view from each brand incorporate both brands and stars into that show. Now imagine a Raw show and a SmackDown show for like that's a three-hour pay-per-view. Think about the rivalries, the storylines, the promos, and the talent and the talent that gets to be used when pay-per-views are separated. Exactly. I think I, I think I just dropped a massive bomb, but it's uh-huh. something to think about. People are talking about time and stuff, and one of the most things I hate is the fans, they're like, oh, it's not as legit. WWE should only have four pay-per-views a year. Um, first off, can we stop comparing pro wrestling to other sports because it's nothing alike. And nope. it's not this ESPN, uh, ESPN thing or whatever. It shouldn't be compared to like UFC where they have a big event random. I don't I want to say randomly, but they have a set date and you have to wait a few months. And it's not like that. It shouldn't be. It's pro wrestling. And do you know what I feel like is incredible? What? W like take WWE for example. WWE has or um or with pro wrestling think about this. Pro wrestling doesn't have off seasons. They just go. They keep going. Like every single day, not every single day of the year, month they just keep going. And by the time, like 
a new like like year rolls around, they just keep going. NBA, uh, baseball, football, basketball, some of your favorite sports, they take time off and then come back. Pro wrestling is the most consistent like shows and they did like and it's like oh well why isn't like why can't they be like that do you know how much like stuff goes into pro wrestling for them to do that every single year constantly Mm -hmm. I don't think people think about that they don't and they act like Pro wrestling back in the eighties and all this stuff, like they didn't have ever, they never had pay per views. Like people want it to be SummerSlam, WrestleMania, um, Royal Rumble, and Survivor Series. I believe. Yeah, the big, the big four. I don't want that. That's how it used to be. What? Well, like, well, so, because, so, why they're the big four is when, yeah. is when it started growing in the little history lesson for people who don't know pro wrestling. Uh, in 1985, that's when WrestleMania first came. They, it was, like, only, like, one event, like, one huge event, and then WrestleMania. Then they started, then they added Royal Rumble and Survivor Series and... Uh, summer like they added those four those were the first four like shows added to wwe pay-per-views and then they started adding more so why so what your guys are saying to the people who want to do only four shows you want us to go back to what it originally was why it's I exactly. I mean, sorry for, um for my um basically I wasn't talking about WB, I was talking about other companies. But yeah, basically the four why would we go back and I was just using WWE as an example. Exactly. And you're right, you're right. But I really do not want to see four pay per views. I don't wanna I would be fine with watching a pay-per-view at the beginning and the end of the month. That was fine. And it made things easier because, of course, a lot it's probably harder to find matches, but it's better because you get more talent on the card. The whole draft, people don't realize this. Why? Okay, so there's a whole draft. The only reason the draft was made is so because there were so many stars in the early 2000s, so many wrestlers they had. To the point where they didn't even know how to use most of them. And they didn't even, like, a lot of them they wouldn't even use on TV or do anything with. So they decided to divide them into two shows and do a draft so that they can, they would be forced to use some. And why would you do that but have one pay-per-view? I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's like, and it's that's like yeah that's why WWE did it to begin with, and it's like there's obviously at at, at those points and like two thousand two and like earlier when like 
uh, was it? I don't think it was 2002 or 2003 when the draft was first established. But in those like eras, it was just it was just like Raw and SmackDown. There was no NXT. There was no 205 Live. There was no like there wasn't no any of the other these other companies or or promotions within the same brand. But um, there are so many places that. It's it's interesting that, th- and why I bring those up is it's interesting that they use that method to build talent and showcase talent more, and yet they go and yet they were doing the Raws and SmackDown separate shows in two thousand six in two thousand sixteen, and then they merged the shows back, and they don't really use talent as often again. So they put themselves back that they tried to get themselves out of. Yep. WWE, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) This is, uh, like, the fans are the ones that are asking for this. And then when they see... Okay. I really do want um, that to happen because... I miss SmackDown only pay per views. If what if I don't like or uh, I'm just gonna have to skip it? I mean, this is why we get short matches, and y'all are complaining about oh Apollo Cruz versus Kevin Owens is only six minutes. This is the stuff that y'all wish for, but okay. So basically, Jimmy is backstage. Okay, um, a dark promo by Aleister Black airs. Anyways, Jimmy is backstage with Kayla. He says this isn't his idea. He always thought the first match back would have been with his brother, but now it's Jay doing all of the work for Roman. Reigns even said to himself he doesn't need Jay for his success. He says he and his brother will find will be fine as long as Roman stay out of it. All right, I see. Um... Okay, and a lot of people are saying that Cesaro, he's basically going to turn on Cesaro and join them. And I don't know why, but I really don't want that to happen. No, I want the bloodline. <laughs> yeah, I, um, of course, I want that to happen, but not right now. Because I want them to be an actual story, not just be something for two weeks long, you know? I want it to actually be some match. And as much as I like the bloodline, I really want Cesaro to win. And I wish this wasn't. I wish this was a better time, like Cesaro at SummerSlam or something. I don't know. Well, it's like, oh, oh, I have an idea. I have an idea. Yeah. So what if, um, so Cesaro beats Roman, and so so Jay, uh, like they build the story where Jay teams up with Cesaro, and then, um. And he turns, he does turn on Roman and Jay. Uh, and Jimmy goes with Cesaro. Then uh, Cesaro beats Roman for the, for the Universal title, gets his run. And then um, Jimmy, like, realizes that, like, he wants to help Jay, his family. And then he, so uh, Roman and Cesaro. Um, 
Roman and Cesaro face off down the line after Cesaro's has had like a decent run. Um, and then Jay, uh, or not Jay, Jimmy turns on Cesaro and helps Cesaro win the title back to Roman. And then the bloodline happens. I'd be down for that. At the same time, I really want Roman to keep the title, but like, I don't know, because I feel like Cesaro might not ever get this chance again. That's that's why I say Cesaro wins the title. He keeps it for a, like a decent reign. And then Jimmy, like, Jimmy turns on Cesaro and like, then like Roman gets the title back and he like, he gets to like, he gets to defeat to, to uh, Cesaro and like, again, prove like his like tribal chiefness and then the bloodline joins together. That's, that's just what, that's just what I thought could be cool. Yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I just wish that. Um, I don't know. I just feel like this moment should happen in a bigger pay per view. That's why I don't think it's gonna happen. I feel like, yeah, I don't. I don't want Cesaro to win actually now because I want Cesaro to win it when Fad's there. So, yeah, like and also, yeah, and also that they could build this too. Like, uh, Cesaro can feud with Roman more and more and more. Like. Uh, the like, I do want the bloodline to happen, but I also want it to happen at the right time. So, with, yeah, what is that? I don't know, but it's when, pretty close to SummerSlam, too. I mean, SummerSlam's in August, that's three months from now, it's not that far. Yeah, and uh, this is. This uh, so Roman will have been back for a year, and it'll be perfect time for him to lose it too. But all right, so Cesaro versus Jimmy Uso, the bell. Okay, so yeah, Cesaro versus Jimmy Uso. Who do y'all think really will win this? Actually, by disqualification, Cesaro. Roman throws Cesaro to the announce table. Jimmy asks Roman, what is he doing? And why Why he had to make this about him. Roman goes face-to-face with him as Jimmy leaves the ring. Roman follows him as both men argue. Cesaro attacks Jay from behind in the ring. Roman gets in the ring and attacks Cesaro. Roman tells Jimmy to get in the ring and help. Cesaro with an uppercut onto Roman. He goes for the neutralizer, but Jay attacks and Cesaro. Jay tells Jimmy to get in the ring. Cesaro with an uppercut to Jay. Jimmy gets on the ring apron and Cesaro knocks him down. Roman leaves the ring and Cesaro grabs Jay and hits him with a neutralizer. Cesaro tells Roman to do something. He grabs Jay again and hits him with another neutralizer. Basically, I, I, the video was basically him saying to Roman, this is your cousin, multiple times, and then hitting him. Yeah, that was SmackDown. Yeah. 
I love how in, I love how in the middle of our breakdown of SmackDown, we just went on a gigantic rant. That's yeah, yeah. At least it was. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. Which, if if you have if you if if you don't if you haven't been around if you've been around long enough this podcast long enough. You already know that that's what we do a lot of is ranting. Yeah, we we ramble. Yeah. So if you're not if you aren't familiar with us already, hi. This is <laughs> this is us. <laughs> exactly. We go on tangents. We ramble. We rant. All that stuff. But we always we always try to stay on course. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, what would, what would we rank SmackDown? I mean, I can't really think of anything too bad. Ah. Uh, uh, well, the fa- well, like, I agree with you it, uh, with um, when you said um, n- n- the women's tag team match, automatically it's a six, six out of ten. Yeah, it's I agree. That. Yeah. It's automatically that. Um, mm, I'd say nine out of ten. Yeah, I can't think of any cons. That's why. Yeah, neither can I, yeah. Like, it's it like, I I would say nine, because it's like it wasn't the the best SmackDown of all time, but. It was it was decent. It was good. It was like it was exactly. it was pretty good. The thing, uh, yeah, SmackDown's a really good show. People, um, people know this, but like next week, this is why I kind of trust um WWE with putting Roderick Strong on SmackDown. I actually do because Roderick Strong versus Kevin Owens, Roderick Strong versus Apollo Crews, Roderick Strong versus Sami Zayn. It can go on and on. He would be perfect in the mid card in SmackDown. And the mid card is amazing. The tag team division is amazing. The main event's great. The women's is pretty good. They have good women. Yeah. Um, uh, Roderick Strong versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Please. Wait, did that, that happen? Wait, no, that did happen. But I, I was, I got him mixed up with um, Austin theories. No, Austin mm. um, Aries because I was mm. about to say, didn't he injure Roderick Strong? But no. Yeah, um, yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roger Trump. That would be a banger. It would be, and hopefully they keep Shinsuke Nakamura on TV and with a push. I don't know who the writers are here, but clearly they they are better than the ones on Raw. And yeah, so SmackDown. Uh, I love how they're uh, pushing. For the next week, and see the thing with Raw is usually they have no idea what they're going to do the next week. They have literally no idea, so they post the matches that are going to happen on social media. So it's interesting that if you look, if you if if you like, I've noticed this, and I know, and I believe you've noticed it too, because it's very obvious. NXT plans out matches like two weeks in advance 
Smash yeah, they did. Yeah, they like are like two like like here's what's happening next week and the week after that. Um, SmackDown, here's what's happening next week. Uh, Raw, we don't know. <laughs> they literally planned the show while it's going on. And, and but, so it's like, yeah. And so it's like seeing that, like seeing how um, they announce matches and plan out the the shows. It's like NXT, NXT knows what it's gonna do. Our NXT already knows what it's gonna do, like on a weekly show the next month. They already know. It's it, it's just interesting, like like I was saying, it's just interesting seeing that like that breakdown of two weeks in advance, one week, uh, like next week, and then you have Raw with Improv. <laughs> yeah, and Improv for yeah, it's not good. Okay, but yeah, um, but. Like, even with Raw, like, you'll see them advertise some matches, and they just don't do them. And so, during the Raw, I guess the biggest things were, not for Raw, but, like, so Raw plans it on social media, and half the time it doesn't happen. But I love when they plan stuff, like, they put some matches on social media that's going to happen. And they act like we're supposed to be excited for a six-woman tag team match. Nia Jax, Shayna, and whoever versus Dana, Mandy, and whoever. So, but with SmackDown, a fatal four-way for the Intercontinental Championship. We get all these wild matches next week, and that's the good thing. That's what I love about SmackDown is what I was saying. How they always have a good show the next week. Their whole good match is planned or segments. So the show of the week um, is clear that it's AEW, right? Um, believe I, I would we would say Impact, but Impact I don't know if we could. Um, if. Including Impact, yes. Not including Impact, AW. Yeah, AW. I mean, how couldn't it be AW? We got a stadium stampede plan. We got SCU breakup. We got um the championship match announced for Double or Nothing. We got a new champion in Myro. And yeah, you really can't. Yeah, see, it's just a huge show. Okay, see, this is what I mean. So NXT on 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 next uh, next week on NXT we have Bronson Reed versus Johnny Gargano in a steel cage for the North American Championship, and then um, Tony Stark versus. Um, or I just confused their names. <laughs> Zoe Stark versus Tony Storm, not Tony Stark. Uh, <laughs> Tony Stark. 
<laughs> Tony Stark. That's their team name. <laughs> um, Long lost daughter. Um, hold up, hold up. Was so, I on NXT? He, he wasn't. That's weird. Um, and then that's that's uh, that's coming up on this uh, this upcoming Tuesday, and then have on the 25th, which is the next Thursday or Tuesday. Um, in two weeks, uh, uh Cross versus Balor for the NXT Championship in a rematch, and uh. Uh, uh, Frankie Monet, um, world premiere. In two weeks. All right. So we got a solid lineup so far for NXT. Uh, solid lineup for AW coming up. And. Uh, so we got some pay per views uh this week, or yeah, this weekend. So I'm I'm excited. A lot of a lot of things are happening in wrestling. Really are. It's amazing. Uh so wait, yeah. So. Yeah, that was our NXT. Well, not NXT wrestling. Sorry, pro I'm wrestling. Su- I'm actually yeah. I'm surprised we haven't sleep. Uh, pro wrestling review. Um, final final conclusion. Um, AEW show of the week, not including Impact because Impact is just a show of its own. <laughs> um, exactly. And so, yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our breakdowns. Our me and you are really good at, at breakdowns. That's the main thing we do for most shows. <laughs> it is, even though we go all track a lot, we're good at it. Yeah, um, literally break it down. Yeah, and um, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, for the uh, you'll see this when it it gets posted, but this will be a longer show because there's a lot of shows to review. Um, so if you wanted, if you want to sit tight and uh, see our breakdowns and stuff like that, uh, hey, you're welcome to come on. Um, if reviews aren't for you, then we got a second show for pro wrestling. Uh, that as Kenny said, uh, it will be out tomorrow, and this one will be out uh, tomorrow as well. Um, and so you can cho- you can choose whichever one you want to you want to watch, whichever one interests you more. Yep. I'll see you next time.
We're not going to give our accounts out. Actually, Jolly underscore Caleb7 on Instagram. And for Jake, it is... It is JT underscore Will underscore. Now we're done with that. Okay. So we will see you next time. See you guys.